Yo, yo, yo. Spotlight on. Spotlight on. Spotlight on. Uh, We have a bunch of books this week. I had a ton of reviews. I actually did a review earlier today to make nine for me this (laughs) week, which sucks. Now, we're not going to talk about all of them on on the podcast. Thanks, God. But if you don't even know what we're talking about, this is the Spotlight Podcast for the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. I do think that it's going to be a long episode this week. You told me today you thought that as well. Oh, damn right. I've got a shit ton of books. We do. Uh, tonight, again, we're going to do two books, and we did talk that we do the big book, or what we say is the big book of the week, and then what you claim is the shitty book of the week, but it really is a book that, uh, I think it's more of a book that we don't normally spotlight. No, so the, what I was talking about is the idea shitty. is we do the big book, and then we do the shitty book, well, but that's not always the case. Well, if we were doing the shitty book, this week there'd be a lot of, uh, a lot of running for that book, I think I won that prize three Did times win. over. Uh, basically, if we were going to do the shitty book, I'll give you a little fucking spoiler. It would have been Justice League to me. Uh, but this week actually has a bunch of crazy books. The one we're going to talk about tonight, Batman number 21, is the start of the button story. So that's big. We have the other book that we're talking about, Superwoman number nine. That actually starts. It's a Superman reborn afterbirth. Afterbirth aftermath but it's also pretty much to me i i put when i reviewed it tonight on the site i put the header as a superwoman reborn as well because it nice. is changing up the book it's also a new creative team and i'll just give you a hint before we talk about it you may not i don't know anything about what you thought about it you may have issues with it but god damn it it was probably the best issue of this series that they, well it was had straightforward so and i could understand yeah, what was going very on very straightforward so and plus. i had some fun there's a lot of nonsense to that fun but I, I actually had fun with that but also we have a book this week that maybe some people who are in the know are, are wondering why we didn't do it as the spotlight but it has two of the sexiest guest stars ever in a book uh but you'll have to wait and see what that is when we do the big podcast but we also have a superman issue this week that had some pretty big moments in hell it. yeah the, man. with the justice league that i talked about already ends an arc uh the green arrow book starts one i mean we had a lot of that just because the batman number 21 started the button story doesn't mean that there weren't actual big books now i'm not all i'm not saying all of them were great either because in general i thought that overall this was a pretty down week uh with scores overall me and yeah especially you had some lower scores i had four books and i'm like my highest book was superman and the rest were just yeah, terrible, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, and I obviously I had this uh, Batman, the button story, starting. And I will tell you right now, not my highest score of the week. So it, it will be odd going forward. But the, the button story going in, before we even start the review, I do think that this is or was, up until it came out, the most anticipated story uh, since Rebirth. I really do. Oh, Just yeah. talking to people, people were all excited. And it's the one that's supposed to really start giving us answers. People had p- tagged that one as like, hey, you know, finally, we're going to get some answers. We're going to get some big things. Uh, we didn't get them yet. I, not yet. I'll not, even not. tell you with that. But it's weird just before we A lot of smoke start, and mirrors. Just yes, like, and, throw and it out there. It was nice. And it's an homage kind of the Watchmen. I just said sure you get more of a Watchmen feel than you're going to get Watchmen answers. Uh, but just before we start, the one thing that got me is I went to review this, and you'll, you'll hear my score later. But even with a high score that I thought I gave, uh, I'm one of the lowest. 
And and it, it's crazy because I think a lot of people didn't even need to get the review copy of this issue. They were they were handing out tens no matter what. A lot oh, of yeah, they knew it was like, going to be before they even went in. Yes, they were going to give it a ten no matter what before they even talked about it or even read it actually. And I do think it's it's kind of a weird thing. I was thinking about it right before we started. It kind of goes with me about how you review comics. Like a lot of people do. I've heard them say. Hey, I start off as everything's a 10, and then as things go wrong in the, in the issue, it goes down. And now I say, if that's the case, this issue was not a 10. Now, there's other people who say, oh, I started a 5, say, and I go up or down from there or whatever. Me and you both said, we give a gut feeling. We read yeah. the whole issue. We think about it and give a gut feeling. Now, unfortunately, a lot of times I read the issue a couple times for the written review. By the time we talk about it on the podcast, I have either read it a bunch more times. I did read it again tonight. Uh, but also I've run into this issue where I am, I'm, I'm a cynical guy. I'm more of a negative guy. And not, oh, that, really? it, not that it affects my reviews because, I, like I said, I'm the most positive reviewer of us on the site. Right. Almost, by far, actually, if you really go by it, it might be only a couple points, but that's big for, you know, what it is. Uh, the problem though is when I start reading or talking to people who are trying to tell me that something is perfect and I start to end up being the killer of dreams as I always right, am. I'm going to ruin this guy's and day now. It's not even like that. It's just I start getting to the point where I get so angry that now I start my – I have such a negative feeling. I'm telling you, the way I was upset about this Batman 21 today, talking to people in the Get Fresh crew, doop, 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 doop. it was almost as if I thought this thing was a 1 out of 10. Like I am picking things apart. I'm yelling at people, telling them this, that, and the other thing. I'll tell you before we start, which we're going to start in a minute, I like this issue. Yeah. I, I like it. I just – once people start trying to tell me that it is perfect, I start to run into problems. And I also said to you, I have seen – and it gets me angry. This is, goes back to when I said that me and you were in the shit. Now, we were in the New 52. We were in the shit, Eric. We were there. We had our guns. We were New going 52, through the slime. New 52, DCYOU, we were, we were there. Yeah. Well, you know what else now I realize? We also have been in the the rebirth shit because, as you know, as much as I do, of the main books, I'm not talking the, the Flintstones or, you know, that. And that basically yeah, – the main the DC books. Or even the, the young animals. We're not in that shit, Eric. But me and you personally – both of us have read every single Rebirth issue. We have not missed right. an issue. We have read it. We have reviewed our individual issues, but we have talked and done even some issues that we don't even talk about on the podcast. We have read and reviewed. So when I see these bigger sites, and, I, you know, we're award-winning. Oh, yeah. We're award-winning, but some of these other sites are, you know, I'm talking – I'm not even going to say them, but I'm talking the big dogs that seem to pop in and out. Whenever something big's happening, like they are not reviewing Blue Beetle number three. No. That unfortunately, you reviewed that both of us read it. They are not even reviewing or reading uh, Deathstroke number five or Superwoman number three. Uh, you know, I could go down the line. They're not sitting there on a Tuesday night having to read and review Odyssey of the, the Amazons, Amazons number four, number three. Yeah, that's Aww. exactly. I'm saying this week they're not doing that. But the minute that they hear, oh my god. That this button story, boy, I haven't reviewed an issue since Rebirth, the Rebirth special. And then they go into this and they talk 
like they're pretentious pricks who think they know everything when they haven't read stuff. And this issue ties in to a lot of things that we've had recently at the beginning. Even I even read an article that a guy had out there, an article that probably was viewed and liked and read 80 times more than anything we've ever done about what the this button story meant in the overall rebirth scheme of things and how it tied into everything and was obvious they've never read a flash issue leading up to this haven't even read rebirth special it seems like this person had read the watchman and maybe knew some stuff from pre-Flashpoint. Didn't even see like that. The thing that they brought up in this article even threw away some shit that happened in the New 52. But yet there they are as an expert, as a knowledgeable person telling all these people about what this means or how this issue is great. I've read some reviews where, okay, this person reviews this but hasn't reviewed any of the regular Batman, which is crazy, or Flash, or say anything. So when this pops up, it gets me so angry because then I, I, I sit there and I think, what the fuck are we doing? Why are we wasting all this time? Me Working and you way too hard. Sitting there because we, we, you even said today, I said, man, and sometimes we do say, man, it'd be great to just cut out of work right now, like 1.30. Let's just cut out of work early. The, the problem is we go home and then the real job starts. <laughs> the real non-paying job starts <laughs> because if I go home at 1.30 now I'm until 9, I'm reading, reviewing, I'm sharing, doing all this crazy shit. You know? And I'm not saying that I, I don't like it. I love it. But when these other people, it's almost like they pull up on the rickshaw while we're there. We're, we're fucking laying concrete and they come up and people are putting fucking napkins down for them to walk and they're walking on goddamn rose petals so they can go and review this one fucking issue. And the next thing I see is like everybody's like, but they gave it a 10. Fuck them. Fuck them. I'm so angry. See, this is what happens. We're going to be talking about this issue that I did like, and I'm already furious. And I I, I seem to think that I'm the one who has to bring everybody down from their fucking golden cloud up there to to tell them that the world – it's like I'm there to tell a a graduate, a a college graduate, just graduates. I have to be the person who right after they're given their diploma, I have to go up and say, you know what? You're not going to mean anything in this world fucking sucks. And and to me – You're not a special little snowflake. No, you're not. Your mom thinks you're special. You're not. And, And to me, I'm doing that person a favor. And like, okay, you'll realize this in three years, but I will save you those three years. This is how I end up with these these comics. It's starting to upset me because I keep thinking – I'm telling you, today we're in the Slack chat with the Get Fresh crew. I'm yelling at people about the button. Then all of a sudden DC's announcing new books. There I am to tell everybody that they're going to suck. I can't even say they're going to suck. I said to them, these aren't going to sell. And then I feel like a fucking negative Nancy again. That's a thing, right? Negative Nancy. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a thing. God damn it, Eric. It's April 20th, 420. And for all you people out there, all you pot smokers, I know you're celebrating Hitler's birthday. So, you know, have some no, fun it's the with an- that. It's the anniversary of Columbine. Yeah, and it's crazy this day. Yeah, I'm downstairs, and my wife actually had called and said, hey, was there something going on at the high school today? Because it was surrounded by police. Like, I don't know. I'm oh, just, good. What, what am I the fucking, do I go to high school? Now you say Columbine, that's a little scary. Uh, but somehow it seems to be connected to the 420 deal. And I'm like, well, what are they surrounding them with? What are they showing up with fucking snacks? 
You know, some Doritos. <laughs> so, what, did they make a run to goddamn fucking, you know, Taco Man, Bell for everyone? They're really helpful these days. They're, 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 they're very helpful they're, to uh, serve and assist, Eric, or serve and protect. They're just serving now. They're serving Taco Bell to all the high high schools. Amazing. But I asked my son, Ethan, who doesn't go to the high school. He goes to the uh, freshman center, they call it. And I was like, "Did was there something going on? He has no idea. No. He also, we get a thing in the, the mail the other day, or I think we looked online, and it seems like he has skipped 130 classes. So I, I call him out. Uh, what's this? What's this crap? Like, what happens do you, if you miss the roll call at the beginning? Do they mark you? And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, do you go to the classes? Yeah, I think those are just absences. I said, what are you talking? 130 absences? <laughs> I'd be in jail. The, the one say, year, my senior year, I skipped 39 days, and yeah, I thought you, I was very proud no, of that because I you you know, maintained no that. I'm telling you, when you hit, I think, five absences, now you, you have to have a doctor's note, and then after like the next five, shit starts going wrong. And I right. told you, I think it was two years ago, we actually got a $160 fine for an oh, unexcused yeah. absence. I was like, what the fuck? That fucking table's had turned. Like I said, I, I always used to go in late and stuff like that. But, yeah, if my dad would have gotten a $160, $150 fine because I of that, killed. I would have been dead. I'd never miss another day or I'd miss every one because I'd be, I'd be dead. dead. Yeah. yeah, he would have buried me in the backyard. And then just I don't know <laughs> what he would have done. Uh, he would have just announced that boy that ran away. We don't know what happened to him. Yeah, he's gone. Home Can't school. find us no more. They didn't have homeschool back in my day. I you would hear these rumors about some fucking Amish that some homeschoolers. I mean, family, some yeah. crazy ass shit. Also, this week, uh, speaking of the school tip, uh, we had to go and get my son Logan or Logan uh, Rafe. We had to get his immunizations because for some reason they lost the documents. But then we had to go get them. We had to pay sixty dollars to get his fucking files from the doctor. Nonsense. Nonsense. And then uh, ended up finding out that he needed two shots. And my wife said, you know, hey, you know what? I don't know if I want to give him those two shots. Those are things that I'm like, I'm like, Jenny McCarthy, you shut your mouth. We're getting, I don't care what you say, whatever it says he needs, he's getting. Exactly. And I knew what happened. He got those shots. And they said to him what my wife told me then. They said, oh, well, sometimes these will make you feel a little down. You know, you get a little tired. So if you want to stay home, you can, but you don't really have to. We'll write you a note. I'm telling you, he was probably already moving their hand to write the note. And uh, Tanya calls me up and says, well, they said Rafe could go to school, so uh, he's going to rest a little and then decide if he wants to go in after third period. I said, yeah, I'll see him at lunch. There is no way in hell that he is going to school. No, absolutely not. Fuck, uh, if I had that now at work, like, yeah, hey, you don't have to go back to work if you don't want to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I didn't we plan had one on guy, it anyway. He had, uh, what did he have? Did he have his gallbladder out? He had something taken out, and they said he lifts things. This is a guy who comes in and delivers stuff, and he oh, yeah. told me, he's like, yeah, they told me I have to be out three weeks, but the doctor then said, you know what, it could be six, and the guy, this guy George, he's like, make it six. And, and the doctor signed the note six weeks. He was out. And then he came back to work. And everybody was like, oh, there's the cow milking it. And he just basically went through the, yep. the, his plan. Like, fuck you. Yeah, I was. And it's a doctor's note. You can't do anything. 
He's like, I'm bulletproof. It. He kept saying it to me. I'm bulletproof. I got a doctor's note. But then they, he said they were fucking with him and being dicks. And of course stuff. they were. I'd be yeah, a dick but, to him too yeah, if I had to go to I'm work. Telling and he you, didn't. It, when when you hear Very in sports, person. you hear in sports like he'll be out four to six weeks. I, I always assume six because these guys are like, fuck this. I'm getting. Fuck, paid I a assume eight. I'm gonna fucking sit there. Yeah, a lot of times I'm telling you, a lot of the guys, depending on the sport, you, you go in baseball and yeah. It often gets extended. You go and hockey. Now it's the rest of the hockey. Season. It's four to six. They mean hours. They're doing <laughs> surgery on the ice. You know, and I love that about the sport. Kind of comes into play in a couple minutes when we start Batman. But Eric, you want to get going? Yeah, let's get going. You want to start this bitch up? You want to get going? And this is the spotlight, like I said. And if everybody who has just tuned in, because I do think that listening to or seeing Batman 21 on this and hearing a bit about it, it might get a couple new people listening. I promise you that the nonsense you just heard is tenfold on the regular podcast. Oh, definitely. You're getting a good version of our podcast and, you know, in a little bit of a dip the toe mode but we're gonna go off and start with the first book batman number 21 the button the button has arrived eric about time about time written by tom king art by jason fabak brad anderson and d ron bennett darren as he likes to get be called i'm sure i don't know that i'm sure if he listened he would get so angry he wouldn't get the joke he'd just tune in one time and like d ron Look, look, if he wanted to be called Darren, he should spell his name differently. It's D-Ron. That is true. That is true. The button is underway, and while this issue feels big, I do have some problems with it. While it pays homage to the Watchmen comic, we don't get any real answers to the mystery surrounding the button yet. In fact, we get some more questions, like how in the hell would Saturn Girl be able to recognize a hockey game from the announcing before a face-off here? I don't know. so angry i did look a lot into this whole hockey thing and it does start and what you're going to get you're going to get a lot of watchman feel in this issue and it, it even starts with the the layout after the first couple of pages you go to the watchman-esque nine panel pages that is a thing that's known uh to be oh, a yeah, watchman definitely. thing and it's also a thing that tom king actually enjoys because if you remember eric the omega men did that as well they oh did, i know uh, they had a, a big nine panel thing and from what i've heard and read this is not just the way, like, this is a Tom King thing. You you would guess that, oh, the art, but yes, he does spell out the panels and what's being said. So yeah. he does like this nine-panel deal. And this is Jason Fabak art, which we love. We're huge Jason Fabak fans, correct? Both of us correct, are man, huge I love fans. Him. He should be and around I do, more. I love him as well. Keep this pulling out for the me, big deals. This issue to me, he dials it back a little bit. And also because you have nine panels. When you have these nine panels, you don't have that really crazy whack funky huge splash pages because you're going to have but the, the art is is it's almost impeccable throughout it, it is really, as it always really is good. under jason it, it really is. pencil uh, but even so even beyond that nine panel deal you get a lot of little things that will point out you know some things that are watchman-esque uh you do have a lot of smiley faces you have the button which obviously is a smiley face you have that all over even the the button itself you have batman looking at the button a lot but you also have it in arkham on a sign you have the arguments for healing yeah arkham's for healing all right but also the issue starts out with a face-off circle and when 
the stick goes down, the first guy is going to take you know the the stick down. It is a it's exactly where the blood splatter is. Even right. some people have pointed out that it is the maybe one of the hands pointing to say a ten o'clock there. Uh, but it is a hockey game, and it's the uh, it says that we we tune in right as they're looking right at down at center ice, and then it pulls back from the TV, and you see they're watching it on a TV, and that's another thing. That's another Watchman thing where you get a close up that. Pulls pulls out. Now, it starts off right away and says, it's Gotham City Arena. This is announcing for the hockey game, and I'm starting to get angry already, Eric, because first (laughs) off, it is the Gotham Blades. I looked it up. That is legitimately the Gotham City hockey team. It's known as the It was not the Knights. It was not the Knights. That's, That's baseball, football. It's always been the Gotham Blades, which throws off one of my main things that I had. I had a theory. Because the problem is, Gotham City, where do we usually say that is? It's in the East Coast, baby. East Coast. Why is this the Western Conference Finals? Why is Gotham, why are the Gotham Blades in the Western Conference? Now, before I looked it up and saw the Blades were the thing, I was hoping that they weren't. I actually hoped that the actual hockey team was the Knights because that that would explain to me my big rock-solid theory <laughs> was that the Gotham Blades were the second team. They were the Islanders to the Gotham Knights Rangers. And now you're losing and, half our listeners. Yes, and now here's the thing, though. I thought that Gotham might have had two teams, and the reason why they were still in the Western Conference, they relocated from a Western city, and the NHL that they're in, or the Hockey League, did not realign. It makes no sense they're in the Western Conference. This yeah. already points out to a thing that I really don't know that Tom King knows what hockey is, or, or sports that, in general. Or he considers Gotham Or he in, considers in that. It's weird, and it's funny, too, because they're playing the Metropolis Mammoths. That, that's pretty pretty cool that they're playing metropolis it just doesn't make sense doesn't make sense that this is the western conference finals now i will go and tell you all the things that i have a problem with in this hockey deal uh mainly is that the people watching arkham is for healing eric the Mm -hmm. arkham city is arkham not arkham city arkham asylum is for the criminally insane correct correct why would they be allowed to watch hockey? I know this is a nitpick. I don't know per se that this – but they are all just sitting there watching a hockey game. These are criminally well, insane right. people. As far as we know, Arkham Asylum is for the criminally insane. But do we know Saturn Girl to be criminally insane? That's the problem is they think that she is insane. They obviously have her there. She I'm just has saying, been maybe there is there. another wing to the friggin' you know, well, like Gotham Asylum, where well, you have like less offenders. I hope that that's that the case. Sitting around with them, you don't know these people. Well, They're I don't. Joe and this Schmo is where psychos. I have a little bit of an issue. For well, first off, you see at one point you see armed guards there uh, in the background of the first panel when you yes. see the TV. Then it just changes behind them. They just have orderlies. There are two orderlies and already one, two, three, four men and a woman. Also, the woman, they whatever. But it, it's just odd to me. This is I, I such a I little I can't say nick. I know how goofy houses work. I'm telling you, this is – it's why – because she goes nuts and then they do stop. But this is the problem with me. It, it starts off – first off, the whole hockey scene in this is a bunch of hooey. And it, it doesn't make sense. It points – even they're saying like he's throwing lefts and you look, he's throwing rights. They say <laughs> that you see in the background that the fight starts in the offensive zone of the blades. The next thing you know, they're saying they're fighting at center ice. There, right. There's a little bit of all. Now, again, this is such – this did not affect my score. 
It affected my didn't affect my score at all. It's just something that upsets me. The other thing is I'll get done my hockey geek shit right now. The other thing is there is a minute left. Now this is a big part of it because it does tie into the yeah. end with Batman and Reverse Flash. There's a minute left in the finals. And the one guy starts a fight. Nobody <laughs> in their right mind would throw the gloves down with a minute left in regulation of a game seven because the other guy wouldn't throw the gloves down. You'd have a penalty automatically. Boom. Oh, you yeah. have a penalty and the other team wins and you are out of the league. You'd be out of the league. I don't even know why these guys are in because they are pushed as almost goons. You would I'm not have say, them man. on the ice. You would not have them on the ice. Hey, I'm saying uh, in Taylor a minute Schuster, left. they have bad blood, man. Yeah, they have bad blood. They, they wouldn't be on the ice. I'm telling you, you would have the blaze. Here, here's where I get even like Dancing Mike and me are now talking. Nobody, and maybe Taylor, he's a hockey fan as well. Uh, the blades have last, they have the last line switch. So yep. the the uh, Metropolis Mammoths would send out their goons, and then the the blades coach would send out their fucking second first line. Game over. Fucking Gotham wins. It's nonsense. But the whole part of this is, it is what really gets me upset. Is it is a force setup. To show that Saturn girl is from the future. I do yes. think it's one of those where they want to remind you because she's probably going to play out in these next three issues. I'm assuming that she's going to play out a little more. So before this happens, you have to let everyone know who didn't read Rebirth or hasn't seen her show up in Batman a couple times already. Or just the Legion and, and in general. even if they have, they don't know who this is. This is where you get the in-your-face who she is, even though they still don't spell it out because she no, wouldn't no. yell they really who leave she They really it is. ambiguous in my mind yes. if people don't but know who it is. But she does say, but yes, but when what happens here is the announcing goes and they just say like, hey, safe to say the Blades need the puck coming out of this. Overtime has been practically apocalyptic for them this season. And from this, just a face-off, she starts saying, wait, 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 this is the game where they kill him. And you're supposed to say, oh him. my God, she's from the future. And the other thing is they is, is off to me. But she says they kill no, him. No, the Metropolis. Yeah, fucking, yeah. What are they yeah, the called? Mammoths, the Mammoths. The Mammoths. The Metropolis but Mammoths. They, but they all kill him. Where, where the issue is in this. Oh, as we go on, is she starts yelling that this now it does seem like in her mind then it connects to all the problems that everyone's had. Oh my God, Superman won't be able to save him. He won't be able to save us. The Legion's gonna do. Please, I can't stop the it. The Legion's whatnot. gonna die. Yes, she says Superman won't come. Our friends will die. The Legion will die. But she wants this to stop, and she sees this. It triggers her from this game from a face off. This is where I have an issue. Is a lot of people just glances by oh she remembers this game and some people even say to me hey you know what a person dying in a game that is huge right that is humongous oh, yes. it's gigantic. the problem is how long in the future has she come back from a at least years. where she lives a thousand years now a jim person... do you remember that guy who died during the caber tossing a thousand years ago no i do not <laughs> I'm telling you, I could tell you right now that a guy died in baseball, I believe what was in the early 19, you know, the 10s, the teens right, right. there, uh, even maybe a little before. He died because they used to not uh, clean the baseballs. They never rotated oh, the right, baseballs, right, right. so they'd scuff it up. It'd get dirty, and it started getting dark. The guy didn't see it. It hit him in the face. Died. I don't know who this is. I wouldn't be able to you all of a sudden tell me the the inning before and I go, oh my God, it's that game. This is nonsense to me. It really is. And I hate to say it because a lot of people really like this. She is from a thousand years in the future. The thing that she would know 
if anything, is after the death where she says, as they start fighting, and she goes, oh, my God, this is that game when that guy dies. Not from the face-off. And now, I'm telling you, though, I really like hope that going forward in this series, because you had a gigantic problem. You kept, you were pestering me all fucking day no, about yeah, the goddamn I'm yelling at but, different uh, things about it. Yeah, like, what is going is, on? I really hope as we go forward that they go and, you know, maybe like she yes. was, you know, prepped before she yes. went back. Now, here's all the these problem. Th- these dominoes lined right, here's up. Here's my problem, though, that we think that. We say, okay, maybe she was prepped. This is what she came back. We didn't get a setup for that. We And any of the things we've seen her in, especially the rebirth, was really the only time we really saw her talk. If she was prepped for this, I would assume that she would also have been prepped with possibly documents that she would be able to use when she comes back so she didn't end up in Arkham Asylum. Also, the other thing that I think that she would be prepped, they'd say, listen, this game's going to happen. This is what you have to stop. You have to do this. Whatever the case may be, I think they'd also tell her, and by the way, Food is not free for everyone. You cannot grab a hot dog they were too busy and just dealing eat with the mission. It. But that's what happened. She came back in Rebirth, the Rebirth special. When she came back, she came back as if she had just popped in and had no idea what I'm was going pop on. I'm going to talk to Superman. Yeah, yeah, she wanted to find Superman, but she had no idea of how life is in this time. Now you say in a thousand years, maybe they lost some records. They certainly didn't lose the records of this game because <laughs> she sees and goes nuts. So somebody who was prepped about this game should have been prepped to say, listen, if you grab a, a hot dog from a vendor and just eat it, you are going to be arrested. And when you get arrested, don't just claim, hey, in the future – this is how it is. Somebody who's prepped to go back and stop something or the domino effect wouldn't yell out, I'm from the future, everything's fine. It just, everything of this is only to me a forced way to set up that she is from the future. And I think right. it could have been done a little better. I think it was, if I you agree. really sit there and think about it, it is a little, but it gets the job done. And the but hockey I'm game like itself. I said, though, going forward, I hope this is, you know, explored yeah. further and they try to make sense oh, of this. Oh, I said, yeah. And I more. said in my review, this nitpick, and these are nitpicks. Again, this kind of affected the score a little bit, not much. Uh, but again, this isn't an airtight issue because no. of things like this that gets me. I, you know, I say that oh, they wouldn't have goons out there. That that's a nitpick that didn't affect it. But 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 Saturn Girl realized. <laughs> how dare you, Tom yeah, King? Yeah. Got no hockey. I'm telling you, this is a nitpick of mine and a pet peeve. It's the same as when I told you I forget what movie it was or tv show but in the tv show it might have been that goldbergs possibly but in the tv show they were supposed to be playing space invaders on the atari 2600 and the guy the kid was playing he was going crazy on that joystick and pushing up there is no up on the joystick in in space invaders it always these shit this stupid stuff it throws me off all the time it it drives me nuts and with it always goes back to me and rumble in the bronx bronx when that kid is playing the game gear with no cartridge in it yeah no cartridge these are the things and this is like the game and the the fight and things like that it's just it is a forced way to kind of go in with what happens in the issue but it is the whole hockey game and how it's announced is again it is a very watchman-esque type thing so we'll just go and apparently batman's a fan of hockey yeah, he is, because we move on, and that's where Batman is in the cave. He's in the Batcave, and he's there. And you see a bunch of pictures of the button there on all but the monitors. They are now they, on all these yeah, monitors all the big surrounding monitors his and main in the one. Middle. And it, it, this yes. is like almost like you know advanced serial killer-esque. Yes. It is. The amount it, of freaking you know, pictures he has it's, in the button. It's like, a, uh, you know, like you said, a serial killer wall with the yarn. Uh, but in the meantime, he also has things. He's keeping track of what's going on in Gotham, including he's watching the hockey game, uh, which 
which is fine. I like. Yeah, he's to got a hockey that. game on there. He's got Vicky Vale on the news. He's got yep. another news report he's about a blaze, the firefighters fighting, and, and he's also got a map, a map of Gotham. Yeah, which I'd like to go and look and see exactly where they do think it is. But uh, the other thing is, he's he's blades proud. Eric, he's watching, and you Sorry, see the game going on. All work on the button has come to a halt because of this Western Conference game oh, that yeah, makes no goddamn Western sense. Oh, yeah, the Western Conference final. He's like, I don't understand why it's Western Conference. We'll go with it. Now, on this the is inter- new detective work. How yeah, is this yeah. a Western Conference final? <laughs> we got to see. I got money on this, baby. The, he actually has money on it. If he loses his bet, uh, the lights go off. This is how oh, he funds it. Yeah, things have been tight at the, at the Wayne Enterprises. But he's doing this, and I do like, if you look throughout the monitors of the button you do see a couple things it looks like a couple things are kind of a highlighted where he's looking but he also has one where you see the blood splatter and you do see a helix like a dna helix oh, yeah. that you would assume he is checking the dna of the blood there which would make yep. sense and obviously if it goes that far and whatever uh which i think it will they're not going to be able to identify the blood or would it be something where he does and it really if fucks if everyone up if there is a comedian counterpart in this world that is not the comedian, it should yes. show up as that if he That's has any saying, DNA on record. Up, and if that DNA is on record. But yeah, you see that he's but doing But like all I'm this. telling you, it, you could be onto something right there where they actually pinpoint the DNA and find the guy. And, and find you know, it, but it's they not introduce really the him. button or something like that. Or even with uh, what we had with Reverse Flash where yep. it was a previous consciousness of the Reverse Flash yeah. that used the new 52 body and became a whole new being. Yeah, kind of yeah. like Superman with the red and blue energy. Yeah, be it crazy. combined and they became a new being be cool wouldn't it but yeah yeah and uh, all of a sudden the comedian is brought back to life yes now i say to you that you have already pointed out that this does appear as if batman is a serial killer he is a he's a stalker correct so he is very obsessed with this button he's going all out and this is his main focus right now it is the most important thing it seems going on right now we go on, the, the hockey game continues as you see that a, a fight breaks out. But as this is going on, Batman has the button in his hand, and he starts doing tricks with it. He starts to do the coin trick where you have it go through your, your fucking knuckles. At this, the very least, this motherfucker should be in a baggie or something if this not suspended is in an anti-grav chamber he, or some he shit. Is, he is the world's greatest detective. He is the worst CSI evidence handler. He has, he has what he thinks would be, and we, we know, but what he d- knows, people might even say, well, Jim, he doesn't know. I, I talked to Repairman Jack about this a little, and he said, well, he doesn't know what he has. That makes it worse yeah. because he doesn't know what he has. It has he a radiation it, level from another yes, world that's shot a out of a rip in the speed from, force. It, yes, and he is playing tricks with it in <clears throat> his hand, and it threw me off. I was infuriated by this and as this is going on you get the worst guy whoever these announcers are for the (laughs) blades should be fired i'm telling you at one point i thought they were going to say haven't you been entertained because they this thing is like you know i said hey they're throwing lefts and you look the guy's throwing right this is whatever the thing is but as it goes on and you realize that this guy is going to die the guy on the blade schuster uh The things that they're saying are, hey, Taylor looks like he's out, but Schuster's not. Oh, it's Taylor who goes out, and he's like, Schuster's not stopping. They're going to come in. Doesn't he know this is just for fun? Where the hell are the refs at anyway? Yeah, the refs at one point look like they're pulling him away. The minute that somebody in hockey hits the ice, 
gun. Immediately, the, the thing is stopped, and it's a tackle. The minute, though, before that happens, the, the fucking Taylor is getting the shit kicked out to the point where blood is pouring out. It's Clint Malarchuk-level blood pouring out of this guy. Everybody on the blades would have jumped in. I'm saying, and at this point, at this point, it goes beyond. Okay, there's only 30 seconds in the game. Now it's that he is legitimately going to kill him. We're stepping in, and they would have. The rest would have been on there. And at one point, that the announcers are just like, "Oh, it looks like the medical team's going to be on its way." The fight's still going on. It's so hokey to and the fucking, point where it Bat, killed me. Batman. Then turns off the TV because he realized the shooter just fucked his bet. Yeah. That's the best. That he is dying. Taylor is dead. They're like, oh my god, and that—that's the one. The announcer goes, "I mean, is this fun? What, what kind of announcing is that?" And Batman just turns it off. He turns it off. He's like, "Huh? Eh, I've seen enough death uh, tonight. Like, not on my watch." Because he turns it off so he doesn't see it. In the meantime, he has the just button. Chucks it over. He throws it. He flips it over. Basically chucks it, actually, onto the table. This is the only bit of evidence from what he thinks is another universe that came out of a rip in the Speed Force when Wally appeared. And he just throws it on the desk. And then you want to get more mad? He throws it on the desk, and that's where we see Psycho Pirate's Medusa mask is on the desk as well. Now, the problem I have with that is, again, this thing should not just be – what is he? Is it a paperweight? Is it just I, laying I'm there? You, for how many people we have seen over the past couple of years be able to get into the Batcave, you don't leave this shit no. lying around. And, and you know who one of them is who has gotten in the Batcave? Bane. Bane. Bane got in the Batcave and hung the Robins in the Batcave. He knows how to get in. Now, you can tell me that Batman has – he's put in a new screen door. I'm saying Ra's al Ghul might be interested in the Medusa you, mask though, as well. Again, this is something – is he studying it? Which I, maybe he is. Why is he doing this? You'll lock that shit up when you leave. Batman might have been on the defense team for OJ. He was with Christopher Darden and Marsha Clark, and what happened is they actually had a a, a weapon. They the had prosecution the prosecution team. Yeah, they, yeah, the prosecution. They had the weapon. You know what? The kill. What? What do they call? <laughs> fucking murder, murder weapon. weapon the kill weapon it, it was a dagger eric it was bloody they went to find they're like okay we we need a recess we're gonna go talk to our evidence guy the world's greatest detective they go in batman's playing the game where you're trying to stab your fucking fingers you know you're doing that he's playing with that then See, the no, next the, thing he the does to this game is where you don't stab your fingers yeah uh, yeah. And I'm, yeah and i'm telling you as this is going on they're like oh uh, batman do you have that knife they look over he's cutting steak with it he's he, oh really uh, he's yeah, got anybody wants to on prime it. rib yeah he's like who's this good prime rib then he's fucking yeah, kato caitlin he's got on a spinning wheel and he's throwing the knife at it you got a fucking circus going on for christ's sakes then they're like hey batman did you see those gloves he's like well you know what i really like those gloves they didn't really fit so i put them in the dryer to they're shrink so i could fit so them. i washed them yeah they, i washed them I, I dried them they shrunk a little but they fit me better this is evidence where are Something shoes you don't know about batman Small i like hands. those i like them shoes yeah, they're like, oh, and then then he they have vials of blood from the fucking and he plays jokes by pouring blood. Oh, it's like Carrie. Oh wait, look at me, fucking doing jokes. It, it makes no sense that this button, which is the single most important thing we've seen, he's obsessed with it. It should be the most important thing that he has. 
and he's just flipping it around. The and even right now, mask. I would even say the, the freaking Medusa mask in my mind is the most important thing he has for what he went yeah. through to cure Gotham well, yeah. and all that shit. And it's just and sitting everything there. we've dealt with in fucking the Batman series. This Medusa mask is the most important thing he yes. has dealt with. And, and, and like, this, this is button, yeah, yeah, it's important. Doesn't know shit about it. And he where knows I have about this yeah, mask. but that's like I said though, not knowing about what it is. And having it have a radiation that's from a different fucking universe and not knowing what it meant that it flew out of the Speed Force to me means you have to fucking protect that even more and not ruin it. Like right now, he could, he could go and do a test now. Oh, you know what? That DNA test, it, it failed. I got to do another. And he can't do it because he fucking smudged it because he was running it through his goddamn fingers. It makes no sense. And then you said to me, I was telling you about this, and you're like, eh, maybe the Medusa mask is there because he needs a, a friend. He's a and lonely he, guy. Yeah, it, it's his imaginary friend, you know, though. It you know what, mask? Desk. You're my only <laughs> friend in the whole wide world. I know Batman. I know Batman. He's going insane. He's like, you know, mask, why don't you tell me? Tell me I'm brave again. You're brave. Tell me I'm sexy. You're sexy, Batman. What are you doing, mask? Why, why are you getting that close? What, what? Wait, I can't kiss you, man. Okay. He starts making a little listen, bit. Listen, every time I love somebody, they die. But if this is I, wrong, why does it feel so right? A heart wants what a heart needs. And he just starts making out with these people. Or the mask, actually. There he is with his look. pants down, choking himself, oh, yeah. jerking the, off. The mask. Tell me, mask. Is this Come a good on. death? Would my tell parents me, drop? <laughs> no, Batman. Okay, now I'll get down then. Let tell me, me finish me, first. Tell me, mask. Tell, tell me that I'm well hung. I can't do that, Batman. I don't lie. Oh, mask, you you hit me hard. You cut me deep, mask. Oh, your it's friend's just mask. It's just it's ridiculous. <laughs> you're my only friend, mask. But you know what? You're really pushing it. It's it's ridiculous. And and Not, why tell me why? A huge mask. <laughs> tell me tell me I'm well hung for an older man. <laughs> the thing though that gets me is that again, it's only there as a force setup for what oh, yeah. happens. And this issue. This happens repeatedly. Uh, the game happens only to show that Saturn Girl is from the future. Oh, the yeah. game has an overtime and a countdown of that and a fight to the death because that's how this issue is going to end. So it mirrors that. Uh, that being said, uh, the button interacts with the Psycho Pirate mask and that the Medusa mask. And it See, makes sense. I actually sense. sat there for a long time just wondering to myself, is it the Medusa mask interacting with the button or is the or button the interacting button with it? And, and I, I came to the conclusion, I believe it is the button inter- like yes. uh, with the mask. It's almost like the button reaches out and grabs it. Now, the thing being is what Bat- how Batman describes it. The button is interacting with the mask, and then what happens? It is Speed Force. It is Speed Force that's doing this because, and it threw it, me off because it's such it a does, weird thing to say out there. Because even when the it's line weird. when he actually gets a hold of uh, uh, Barry's, like it that's appears this has ripped in hole in, uh, it yeah. ripped a hole in the Speed Force. I saw there was something wrong at the yeah, bottom how? of the hole. I'm like, because it what didn't the seem like that was the case. About? Now he does get hit with Speed Force lightning, gets knocked back. And maybe that's one of those that when that happened, he kind of got a glimpse into the speed force. I think See, that that would be the only time because what happens then is he sees his dad from Flashpoint. His dad says, Bruce, and then he says, Father, and it's weird. And then but, Batman from Flashpoint disappears right yes, in front of him. and I'll go with it because – Batman, Thomas Wayne Batman from Flashpoint is the first one who says Bruce. He was told by Flash that Batman was. So to me, I can go with that. I'm glad that they did that sequence. I'm glad that it wasn't Batman first saying father. I don't. I I actually sat there and I thought about this for a long time because you described to me all week. I hadn't read it yet before this podcast. And I had to think about this whole thing. And, you know, 
is it the speed force? Because it still seems weird this the speed force coming out of the button like that. We know the yeah. button shot out of the speed force, but the idea where the speed force does it because we see the jolt go to the mask or the, yes. the jolt go from the mask to the button because one of the things that back in the day the Medusa mask was able to do with Psycho Pirate, he was able to manifest people from other continuities who had been disappeared because of crisis and all this shit and even other – and it makes me think, you know, this was not a de- another parallel universe. This was an altered timeline that was destroyed. Yes. I think it could be along those lines as well, where because of the Medusa mask, it is able to manifest Thomas Wayne from the Flashpoint yes. universe for a little bit there. For a little because, bit. And I don't know how it works with the Speed Force That's and all that. Yeah. It, what's weird, though, is – and he kind of does – is when he goes to hold this hand, he does start disappearing. So he's more of like – he is – but he's not just a – a glance he is reacting like thomas is reacting bruce yeah. and then he says father so it is crazy it's really crazy i loved it See, i thought I, it that's was the great. thing is the whole thing with the speed force threw me off there because it really seemed like more to do with yes. the medusa mass than well, anything that's, and, else and not even that and i don't even me, know how the button really ties that's the problem into this that's whole what thing. the problem is the button having the speed force because even then i'm like okay it's just a lightning i didn't even like once he talked to barry then i'm like okay i get it i see it but at the at the point where the Medusa mask, like you said, if you just think it's the Medusa mask, the lightning goes from the button from into him, and then that's where because the Medusa mask is something that allows psycho and it would be, and it would be playing on like Bruce's emotions, yes. and it would pull his father forward. In my I think mind, that it that would be better. Sense. I think that that would make more sense. But then when he calls Flash, and it's so funny because his Thomas Wayne disappears, and he gets right on the com. We know he's on the com air because he presses his side <laughs> of his head, and that yeah. means. He's on the com. It always makes me laugh when they do that. But it's funny, too, because he goes, Flash, the bloody button. I'm like, what, is he British now? The bloody button. It made me laugh so much when he said that. I'm like, oh, I get it. It was the bloody button. But then this is the, the other thing the that gets it, Flash. me. This is my next problem. Because he says, Flash, the bloody button we found in the cave after Wally appeared. I was looking it over again, and I had some sort of reaction to Pirate's Mask. But then he says, hey. It appeared – I saw the speed force, the radiation spike, and there was a hole in the speed force. I don't know when he would see that, but the other what? thing that I gets no me is when that happened in this button story, they goddamn better call Wally and get his ass to the cave. He's he the now one guy who might show. be in the know. Yes, this is where I said to you before, and I actually went right past this, and, I, and when I was talking to you, I forgot that that was a line because I said, does Bruce really remember what? Because he was kind of phasing in and out until he did hug Barry when they hugged it out. Then yeah. he became part of the universe, and I thought maybe. But this fully says it. He knows that the button came out after Wally appeared. And what happened is in the Rebirth, if you remember the Rebirth special, it was when Wally got sucked back in, and then the button, and the button flew button out shot and out embedded in the wall. In, into the wall, and he got it out. He, why aren't they talking to Wally and saying, Wally, what exactly was going on in that speed force when this well, happened? If, and if also, you go with the Titans annual that we had a couple of weeks ago. It's, yeah. Bruce has no respect for any kind of protege. No. He's like, no. yo, Flash, go take yeah, your really. boy with you. But you would think that, like you said, you would think that possibly he even makes the connection right here. Why aren't you going and talking to Wally and at least talking to him about what he may know? What hey, you know what? You were disappeared. Were you somewhere that was is this button yours? But the other thing that gets me is he says that the radiation spiked. It appeared as if it ripped a hole in the speed force. I saw there was something wrong at the bottom of the hole. Now there is a guy he's talking to, probably has more connection to the speed force than any living person has. Yeah. Why wouldn't he know this already? Why isn't he already while he's fighting the samuroids? Why isn't he 
able to feel that something's wrong with the Speed Force because we've seen in his own book and throughout continuity, if something goes wrong with the Speed Force, he knows immediately. Oh, yeah. Wally should know immediately. Uh, the, the, the speedsters should know that this Hell, he, is Flash wrong. even felt it when they, like, the uh, Kyle Rayner as the White Lantern trying to bring back the Blue Lantern. Yep. He even felt that because of his connection with the Blue Lanterns yep. and the Speed yep. Force. Come on now. He yep. should definitely know if something's up with the Speed that. Force. And, and especially even, for this magnitude. Even as you get in a little bit into this, because in the next couple panels, I could even say that maybe Wally, uh, Wally and Barry should realize that, uh, you know, Zoom... You know, Eobardthon, Reverse Flash should be there, but I'll even let that pass. But I'll with, let that pass because they yeah. already know him to be in the yes, world, because and that, like, it's just not because making he's out about, anything you know? different. But yeah, and and really, where is the Arkham Asylum, or actually the Iron Gates? Where are they at telling height. anybody that he has escaped? You know, where is this thing where they say, "Hey, listen, Reverse Flash is gone." Now, it did look like he came out without the. You know what Eobard was in? He was in that stasis type, almost like a a sarcophagus type thing. But with him out, if he is in fact, because we never really saw it open, whatever, but we do assume that he went, took over that body and came and and kind of melded together all his realities, kind of like Superman did in the Reborn. Uh, Something tells me an alarm would have went off that he was no longer in there. It might have gone off, but he's also a speedster. We don't know how long it's been in between that that issue and this. That ended that issue. You ended with Barry doing something else than what he's doing now. So at least he has gone to fight these samurais. Some time has passed. Some and Batman at that point again. Who knows when Batman exactly. was was in Santa Prisca? But if you're gonna go with everything in the, like a time frame, you would think some time has passed. But well, I will go with that. But Batman knowing that there's something See, wrong what, at the bottom. No, of the, nobody of the realizes speed force. though is that Eobard Thawne came back, you know, as Reverse Flash, and he killed everyone in the prison. So yeah, there's nobody with the alarm. And he then he waited have. for the next shift and killed all the. Yeah. Now, in the meantime, I will say that when this happens, well, uh, we'll go with it. Uh, Batman knowing something's wrong with the Speed Force that Barry doesn't yet realize seems off to me. Uh, but again, I, I don't know. Can you say that it's a di- multiversal well, Speed Force? Dude, I'm know. telling you, it doesn't work for me anyway because I have no idea what Batman's talking about. Well, he yeah. saw a hole in the Speed Force yeah. and there was something wrong. I don't know wrong. where he would have seen never that. Happened. He saw what his dad. He saw his father, a father from a, a dead universe. Uh, well, he says, listen, Barry says, and I love that timeline. Yeah. Dead timeline. And I'll I'll tell you what happens here with flash with the Samoroids is one of my favorite comic tropes is when a hero calls another hero and they are involved in the most ridiculous battle going on. I love it. I love that so much. It makes me smile every time. I don't ever, ever, ever want to see the Samoroids in a flash comic, but I like seeing them here and knowing that he has to fight a goddamn horde of them real There was an issue and I'm sure it's going to be bringing up something that we don't remember, but there was something in, I think it was the Batwing book at the end of the new 52, where when we talked about it, he, Batwing Luke Fox was fighting some villains that like the art it was like an art type villain and okay. me and you said it was the greatest villain we ever saw but we never wanted to see them again it was funny in this and it was like that whole thing they called up luke he was in the middle of this battle you know it was like art nouveau like right. so, like something like that and then he ended up and we never saw it again but it well, was it's funny. even like in that one uh it was the uh justice league uh a uh, united uh future zen freaking you know one shot where you started out with freaking uh Equinox fighting Polar Geist. And yeah. I'm like, 
Stuff you know like what, that. Polar Geist? I really like you, but you know what? If we never see you again, that's okay too. Yeah, there and that uh, there was that uh, the one where Flash was fighting Mogul, the ski villain, <laughs> and we never saw him again. But it was so funny. I love this shit like this. So he's fighting the samurais, and he says, "Listen, I'm fighting. There are multiple samurais here." You got to give me a minute. It's so funny that that's all it's going to take. He's like, give me a minute. It looks like Barry is having fun. This is like R&R for him. And he's like, hey, give me a minute. I'll be there. He's like, all right. And then all of a sudden, the crackle of the speed force goes behind Bruce. And he says, you know, hey, you said a minute. Of all people, I didn't expect you to be early, Barry. And then that's where Reverse Flash says, no, quite the reverse, actually. And I love that. He punches Batman. Now, the problem is a lot of people who haven't been reading Rebirth and all the things in it assume that what happened there was the button ended up making Reverse Flash. Really? People think that? Yes. I've seen that in reviews, and I saw it in an article. They think that the button is the thing that uh, materialized because after what happens after this – Eobard starts talking about him being resurrected. I should be dead. I am resurrected. People are thinking that it was him right there from the button. That is not the case. If you're reading it, he got resurrected two issues ago in Flash. And what appeared to be what happened when Superman got fused, the red and blue Superman energy fused, it had an effect on the entire universe that we saw things happening. And then in the Flash book, this happened. And in fact, in that issue, something that we didn't see right away, Flash, reverse Flash had both red and blue eyes. He had a red and a blue eye, meaning, you know, going the whole thing. And it makes sense. When Superman fused his new 52 with his pre-Flashpoint self, this is the same thing that it looks like happened with Reverse Flash, which is Eobard Thawne, which throws you off because he was Professor Zoom, which you yeah. actually like better. Now, this I is like also... The, I like having a Professor Zoom, and I like having a Reverse Flash. Yeah, Similar and we did have that. Different one. In the New 52, Daniel West was the Reverse Flash. Now, in the actual Flash book leading up to this return of Eobard Thawne like this, you had a whole arc, a mini arc, where Wally West found out his dad, Daniel West, Reverse Flash, was dead. And I told you right then all they're doing is so they don't have people confused because in flashpoint eobard was called reverse flash constantly so they want to get that back and they do and i think that's a great line when batman says you know you're you're hey flash of all the people i didn't expect you to be early because at that point it's two seconds later and you do have a countdown each panel now has a second countdown and it's very watchman-esque with the countdown that's another thing that's a very watchman thing uh Reverse Flash punches out Batman. He drops the button. And the big thing about this is I I think it's a cool little – it seems to be something maybe they thought of, but – he, reverse Flash has the same colors as the button. I think that's pretty cool. He has that is the pretty red, cool. red and yellow. So as you go, you're getting panels of Reverse Flash just going to town on Batman, but you always have that look, that that yellow and red in there. But in the meantime, he does say, "I'm my name is Eobard Thawne. I've been dead for some time. I should be dead for some more time, but a power it woke me up for me, and I'm resurrected. Now, again, we think that it was the Superman, the way that it's spelled out. That's the way out, it's spelled out here. There's no reason the way, in my mind that a power being the button should yes. have anything to do with this because it, it's not it hasn't been powered up the first thing we've yes. ever seen it do besides for fly out the speed force is right in this issue yeah now the other thing is at the end of that flash issue when he did come to in iron gate uh, iron heights and he came up and he said right away oh my god thomas wayne killed me 
I'm going to kill his son, as if he was the reverse Flash from the Flashpoint, but also with the memories of the New 52 and everything else, knowing that this universe had his son. It's a little hokey. I'm telling you, this is another thing I have a problem with, because I don't know how he would know where to go to the, the Batcave. How would he know where the Batcave is? How would Everybody he know to knows. go he in the Batcave? He asked one of Batman's many villains. Yeah, how, yeah, really. How would he know just off the bat that Thomas Wayne, Batman's son, is the Batman of this universe? Now, I said it might be a combo of the different memories, but the thing to me is Reverse Flash and Flashpoint was not really concerned with Thomas Wayne. No. Thomas Wayne did kill him, but this was all going on when Flash, Reverse Flash was taunting Barry Allen Flash. He was more concerned with Barry Allen Flash. He was not a villain of Thomas Wayne. To all. me, he barely even knew who he was. I don't know why he would know Batman of Flashpoint's name was Thomas Wayne. He, Batman doesn't go around and tell names. No. He never said, like, hey, Reverse Flash, I'm Thomas Wayne. No, he was Batman. Why would he know that it's Thomas Wayne to make the connection to Bruce Wayne and then know Bruce Wayne is Batman? It makes no sense to me. It, it really does throw me off. It's one it's of the things you've got to go with. It's, I'm telling you that a lot of this to me is you go with, and I'll go with it because I, I think it's a lot of fun here, where Batman is just getting the shit kicked out of him again. Nonstop. It's very much, very much like the fight in the hockey game. He is getting to the point where he's bleeding profusely out his mouth like that guy. In the meantime, <laughs> you keep – Yeah, and his nose. And you keep seeing the flash – or the flash, the, uh, the button in the background on the monitor too and you know you get a little explanation of Eobard's power he can phase through and he can be you know inconsequential where you can't grab him uh, yeah. in the meantime he grabs Batman and throws him into a container and then sees the letter and this is the letter from Flashpoint that Thomas Wayne wrote while he was about to die gave it to Which Barry when Barry he, he was going to change ba- he throws Batman through this freaking you know this glass tubes like where he likes to hold Jason yeah. Todd's yep. costume yeah. all this shit I'm like when did he put the letter in there because the last time we saw in Rebirth it was just hanging on the stone yeah, I, wall I don't know the way he was treating that button I, I'm not surprised that he wasn't wiping his ass with it I'm telling <laughs> you it's there I mean it's important but uh, the other thing is if you see it beforehand it's one of those things that we have the issue is how does he keep that costume hanging up and suspended the letter appears to just be hanging in midair <laughs> in that one thing uh but yeah this is when reverse flash gets the letter and he starts reading it and he said oh thomas and again he didn't have that much of a connection to thomas you tell no. me though that he was in the the you know even with the thing going back and saying how could he even be alive he was killed uh but why does he have it's the guy who killed him yes but he should not know anything about it. And even says, before you died with your world, how does he know that? He died before anything else happened in Flashpoint, you know, of anything being changed. He was killed. Uh, and then he's like, oh, you had time to send a letter to your son. And then he starts reading, and it has the big line of how Flashpoint starts. I'm not the hero of this story. Right. And then he's like, oh, was it consoling Thomas, knowing he would have it? You know, that that though he, you know, you lost him, and you'd have it, little baby, and then he rips it up. But him ripping it up killed me. Because oh, this so bad. is, yeah, and he, Batman gets angry. Because when you told and, me he ripped it, I figured it. Oh, he just ripped no. it in half. No, he no, and I even said you probably didn't hear me. Speed. I said he rips it up to the point Batman ain't gonna be taping this thing up. It's done. Now a lot of people got upset and like this is huge. This is terrible. I will tell you that I do think because they're doing this, I do think by the end of this button story or going forward at some point, I do think that his father and him will get to talk again. We've already seen his father disappeared. I do think that at some 
some point we may get that closure that's better than a letter. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Definitely. This is what I'm hoping. And even with that, I think Batman is patient enough. He's going to put that letter back together. He's going to put it back together. It, but oh, yeah. it is. If you read Flashpoint and liked it, and I really did like it. And the letter and at the end, it made me cry. I, I'm, I'm a man, Eric, but I'll yep. admit it. It made me cry. And I don't shit my pants, this, but I cry. I yeah, stuff yeah, I won't shit my pants. I'm an adult. But uh, you see this. And it, it's it's heartbreaking. It really is. And to the point where it, it's almost to me, I never thought Batman was going to die. You know what no. I mean? But this makes it worse. You know what I mean? Because I know Batman's not going to die. This is something else he did that killed me. And it's right at the mid midway. We're at 30 seconds because, again, it's, it's counting down. But that's when Batman thinks that all of a sudden he's Harrison Ford. And he says, <sighs> get, out, get of out of my cave. cave. And I, I wish he would say that to everybody because, again, we'll, we'll point it out again. Amanda Waller's been in that cave. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lady Shiva, Raj Bull, Bane, Joker. These people, there isn't – he has an open door – hush. He has an open door policy. He does. So it is funny that he says this. Uh, but that's where Fla- uh, Reverse Flash is just torn. Almost like I expect him to, what are you going to cry, baby? Oh, he's freaking said, fart. Oh, what are you going to do, baby bad? Yeah, I'm like, he's going to yeah. become Scott Farkas right yep, now. Yeah, Scott Farkas. Where's the toady? But yeah, they're going. And this is where Batman starts to turn the tide. And now, again, you got to remember, he is just fighting. Now, again, to me, what's weird is he sa- he's really counting on Barry being able to stop reverse flash right you know what i mean he's really counting it down to the point where he has so much hope in barry that he can do this that i really liked but it doesn't seem to me that batman ever has trusted barry this much i mean this is extreme trust that if i could just hold him off uh he, you know, Barry will come and take care of it. But he does say, listen, I know you blur where well, you can't, but you have to have something on solid ground. And, you know, Eobard stops and like, what? And Batman fucking puts one of those. It's it's one of those real. I guess it's a battering, but boy, it's yeah. sharper than any battering I've ever seen. Just puts it through his foot. And this turns the tide. Freaking Batman goes to town on him. And it's great. And to me. I could even think that Tom King's writing this and saying, you know what? A lot of people are pissed off. Batman in Rebirth, if you're not reading all of Rebirth, he is getting the shit kicked out of him every time he shows up. And in this issue, he's getting the shit kicked out of him for 40 seconds pretty much. <laughs> and then he turns the tide and goes to town. And, it's and honestly, so he satisfying. turns the tide more than I think he should because, yes. you know, he's beating the shit out of the reverse flash while that batarang is in his foot. Mm-hmm. After that, though, when uh, reverse flash gets free, they start tussling again. And Batman is able to fucking yeah. uppercut him. I'm like, how yeah. the fuck did you pull that one off? At this point... Uh, Flash uses like the thunderclap. It's Thunder reverse Chief. Flash, yeah. Eric, reverse Flash. I keep saying it. But yeah, he uses the sonic boom type speed force thing. Sonic that throws boom. Batman, throws Batman into the uh, monitor, which is a cool thing because it does set up a very Watchmen visual later on because they're going to fight. Batman keeps going. He says, get out of my cave again. So if you want to be somebody who's upset that Batman repeats himself, he does it again. And that they're fighting. But at this point... Reverse Flash says, yeah, Reverse Flash says, you have to know you can't win. And then Batman says, and people love this line where he's like, (laughs) I know, but I don't need to win. I just need 11 seconds. And that's because he thinks Barry's coming. But also, again, it's going back to this this freaking hockey game thing of like a whole thing. Because then when he does, he, he does last the 11 seconds, obviously. He's getting the shit kicked out of him for 11 seconds. Uh, but then Batman counts out one and then says, huh, 
overtime. And he's <laughs> smiling, looks like fucking Midnighter there. And it does look exactly like Midnighter. He has a goddamn such a welt on the side of his head that it's it's seen through the goddamn cowl. It looks like he is the shit. But the whole thing of overtime just threw me off. Now, again, it's overtime because motherfucking Barry is late again. He is As always usual. late. He is always late. That's when uh, – Reverse Flash gives Batman an uppercut, calls him pathetic, and then sees the button. Now, obviously, everywhere around, there's the button on every monitor. So he would go and say, huh, what's the mystery with you? And then, he's out. He goes The same sound as one that first touches the Medusa mask. Yep, and he goes out in a blue flash. This is not a Speed Force-looking... Uh, exit. No, not at all. He this is totally Doctor Manhattan. He Doctor Manhattan buzzes out, and when you see that, the next thing is the monitor that's smashed again, and then you have the three panels. It's so Watchman esque, and having the button on all the other monitors, it's such a Watchman esque deal. And I thought it was cool. Now all of a sudden, you see the next panel, you see it again, and then he buzzes back the same way. Uh, he looks horrible, and it, it really does look like Barry Allen. It looks like Barry flame. Allen when Barry Allen saved everyone in, in the crisis. Yeah, uh, by the end, by the end, it's completely like that. But when he yes. comes back, he, he is still like you know halfway. Well, this is there. where I want to mention because a lot of people are just saying he came back dead. No, he does talk, which people do say, but he's like God, God, I saw God. But as he's doing this. He is decaying even more. Now, the thing that I said, and and I don't know if you think still, though, it does look like wherever he went, he got caught in an atomic explosion. It really does. It looks like something where he is being eaten away with it continuously to this. You know, we don't know where he went or what happened. Or how long he was there. When he disappeared and came back, very Watchmen-esque. It, a very Dr. Manhattan-esque, that he would just buzz out and come back. And uh, so you have that. You have the blue, you know, buzzing. But, you know, people are saying, like, God, I saw God. He must have seen Dr. Manhattan. I don't know that that's the case. Uh, with I just I just think from that thing when, like, uh, I can't remember his goddamn name now, but the uh, the other scientists who worked with Dr. Manhattan before the yeah. transformation, when he talked about, you know, uh, I uh, I have seen God and he is yeah. American. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. that's the whole it is very that similar to that. But it's also very biblical. There's the biblical verse. I think it was in Genesis. You know, I've seen the face of God. Uh, I even said that for some reason I thought that that was something where uh, when they first worked on the atomic bomb and they did tests, I swear to God, one of the guys, like his quote was, at that point I had seen the face of God and then I wept or something like that. It was some crazy – I may have made it up in my mind, but he is – decaying he's falling apart he's burning up or whatever and by the end he looks like barry allen in crisis or if you are reading rebirth again it happened the same thing in the uh superman multiverse with red racer same kind of deal uh it's typical like and in that story it was that the red racer had to go faster than you know you you normally could and And even said at that point listen when they said no this will kill you and then the red racer said listen speedsters don't care about that we do what's right and things like that so i don't know if that's going to be important i don't know if it ties in whatever but it does look like what happened with barry and speaking of barry he shows up he's like hey and it's such a weird weird dialogue because he says hey bruce sorry stopped at the blades game to see if i could save taylor but i guess he died on the ice from that last blow he seems so uncaring 
with that line, like almost like he's like, yep, lost another one, but hey, I saved a bunch of other people today. It's such a weird, uncaring line for Barry to almost be the reason why he was late because he was doing something. And also it, it ties into the whole thing. There was the time ticking and he didn't show up it's like uh, and going to the beginning saturn girl saying you know it's gonna happen and you can't save us it's too late oh my god like all of this seems to like there is a crisis coming that will it can't be averted you'll try to you're not gonna quite get to there now the one thing that i have to ask you because then he says and he sees he there it is there's the uh, fucking hideous body of reverse flash i mean just eaten away basically hardly has a body left and batman you know we would think he is knocked out he's just beaten to a bloody goddamn pole where's the button that's a good question it's gone it's not there anymore that's something i never even thought of it's the weirdest thing reverse flash comes back he does have his hand cupped at one point that you could think, okay, that might be in there. There's no yellow there. And then when he's laying there, that hand is open. The other one is open, and there is no button that I can see anywhere. You can think maybe it fell under him, whatever. I would think that you would be able to see the button. I think the button's gone. I think the so button I. Has, has disappeared, and something else is going to happen. If that's not the case, I, I hope they explain that it fell under I just under went back something. and paid through each one and freaking magnified should yeah. see if i could see it but no that button is gone now yeah the, the button's gone and I, I i think that you know that's something that seems to be important that possibly when he picks up that button and he buzzes out and then comes back that whoever it is say it's dr manhattan maybe he wants it maybe that's a bit of evidence that shouldn't come out there is a quote-unquote black hole at the bottom of the speed force you know this dark thing maybe the button was never supposed to be in this universe maybe the problem is is that the the whole watchman thing would never have happened but now they've opened up a pandora's box that's starting things and you know you find out now that this is the start of the Watchmen shit and it's their own doing. And it would be funny to me because then that means Batman has now created the villain of the entire universe. Like he <laughs> does for his own goddamn self. But yeah, I don't see the button there now in the meantime, they, they really have pointed out he's done a lot of tests to the point where he didn't care about the button anymore. He's tossing it around. So he does have a DNA test going. So the tests are still there. Yeah. Uh, even without the button, they still have done tests to figure out if in fact, the next issue, we see that they don't have it. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's the end of the issue. We're going to continue next week with Joshua Williamson and Howard Porter in The Flash uh, 21 with the button part two. And I'll tell you, of all the nitpicks, I've nitpicked all over. I really like this issue, and it's it really got me issue, excited. And it's a lot of fun for how it dark is, and it, it is, got too, me very like tearing excited. up the letter and shit like that. If but- anything in all of Rebirth is reminiscent of that Rebirth special, this is oh, it. This, like definitely. this really, if you were reading Rebirth, you read the Rebirth special and then somebody said, listen, what is the next issue that I have to read? I, I only can read a couple issues. This would be it to me because not that it explains things, but it keeps that whole vibe going. It, it even, even the Tom King writing, very Jeff John-esque the way it, it plays out to me and having Jason Fabok with it. It kind of lends that in as oh, well definitely. because That's of him too, being is with I, I see what Jeff Justice Johns League. uses very simplistic writing to tell really big things, and it's yeah. I, it's and 
it's very reminiscent here with Tom King's yeah. writing the way he's I, writing, I think it is writing well. Batman and Reverse Flash. Yeah, and, and again, not, there's no, there are no long drawn out monologues except for those no. goddamn announcers at the and hockey I, game. No, and I'll tell you that the best thing about this issue, this to me is like the greatest of kids movies. When they say, "Hey, you know what? It's a kids movie, but boy, adults are gonna have fun too." Because there's just this is one of those issues that if you haven't read anything, I, I don't suggest you going and writing articles on CBR, Eric. But you can read this on a surface level and enjoy it as an action-packed comic of batman and a reverse flash and all this even if you were like i haven't read anything since flashpoint but i heard about this i think you'll enjoy it i think you'll get a lot of enjoyment i think you'll enjoy it but i also say pick up that rebirth special oh no i'm saying i'm just saying just in general but under the surface if you've read everything and know stuff and think it just gets better and better and better now i do have nitpicks and i told you those so i did and you know what now that we talked about it, I'm a little excited about it as well. I gave it an 8.5 on the side. I think the art is incredible. I think it's really good. And like I said, he has these nine-panel layouts, so you can't really get a huge amount of, like, oh, my God, that that spread page. And this, like, you don't get a lot of that. But, boy, it's one of those that you're reading it, and you're so into the story that you kind of forget the art. But it's because it's so good. Nothing throws you off. Oh, not at all. It's really good. So I gave an 8.5. What would you give it? I was going to go with an 8 out of 10, I think, originally. But after talking about it with you as much and just for how hyped it gets me and the art's magnificent, that's not a problem at all here. But I think I'll go back. I'll go up to 8.5 like you. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I was defending my 8.5 to everyone. Uh, I almost went down to an 8. But now that I was talking about it, the nitpicks I have, I know that I'm insane. So oh, yeah, some of those are insanity. Uh, but I do think like the way he treated but, the evidence was weird. No, I bet they that better was have weird. more. And the biggest problem I have is the whole Saturn Girl bit. That part doesn't yeah. really jive up to it. No. Like, you know, you want to have more Saturn Girl. We're supposed to it have more Saturn Girl like, and Supergirl yeah. previously. And now we finally get it. And it's just this really weird throw. Like, so, and we're all going to die because of yeah, that. And it's force. And again, all that's going to do is lead to her being more insane and, and in a padded room. Oh, yeah, she we'll see. Time no more. We'll see what gets... Maybe it's that word gets to Batman that she knew something was going to happen before and he goes and looks into it. But we'll see. We'll see what's going on. But we're going to move on to the next book, which is Superwoman number nine, Eric. Superwoman number nine. Not a book that people had on their list of the big books of the week. No, like, not, the, the not. People weren't like, I got to get that button and I got to get that Superwoman number nine. But Superwoman number nine, written by Kate Perkins, art by Steven Segovia, Art Thibbert, High Fine, Josh Reed. Kate Perkins and a new creative team replaced Phil Jimenez on this book and they are already doing wonders, Eric. We don't get any real answers as to why Lana doesn't have power. Still, if you fill in the blanks, you can move on from that, and the issue is fun and easily, to me, the best of the series. By the way, Atomic Skull as a work release cop is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of <laughs> and maybe the greatest thing. I'm telling you, that right there was the fun factor to a, a fucking 12 in thing that is, it makes no sense. It started out as a fun factor for me, but by the end, it be, it, I got it's really angry ridiculous. because he destroyed part of yeah. the city. Oh, he destroyed. And then he was a guy, given a pat on the back. Yep. For, hey, at least he got the job done. I'm like, yeah, no. you know, then like, you know what? He, you know, he's like one of those guys. He's like a uh, Jar Jar Binks. He, he's he a rig clumsily, and a combined. He, he was clumsy, Eric, and he, but he still saved the planet. Now, the, the way that it's set up if you haven't been reading superwoman he did kind of save the city that does not allow a supervillain to be uh, you know a work release as a cop i've never heard of a work release as a cop 
I thought it was funny. I, I did, but it starts off right where where the uh, the last issue ended, pretty much. That Lana is in the Kryptonian armor. She's got the the Superwoman suit. So obviously, we remember some things. Now the problem I have, the only real problem I have with the book, and I don't blame Kate Perkins. I don't think Kate I, Perkins was painted into a goddamn corner. She had to get herself have out. Have you of. ever? In all of our time doing the site even longer than the podcast, have you ever witnessed somebody coming into a book with more stacked against them? Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. The the only thing I could think of that would as close to it is having the freaking, you know, the – that David Batwing at the beginning of the Batman yeah, series yeah, and yeah. have to switch over to Luke Fox. And then go to Luke, Luke Fox. No, no more of this shit. It's but Luke even Fox that, now. it was like, this had, first off, Phil Jimenez, uh, this book was terrible. But even so, the guy started a book and immediately in the first issue, one of his main characters was killed off. Now, whether yeah. he had to do it or whatnot. So he was already fighting an uphill battle. But you have a Superwoman book. Kay Perkins joins in after a wreck of eight issues leading up into this. And when she says, oh, they go, hey, you want to do this, Kay? Yeah, I'll do that. Well, by the way, it's called Superwoman, but your main character will not have powers. Uh, uh, What? What do you mean? And also, some things will kind of be a little hokey because they won't remember it or you don't know or whatever with because of Reborn. And she went and did – I think she fucking – she passed the test well, in I'm my mind. You, I, I was got, really afraid of this too because I heard some stuff going in about you know how she didn't yeah, have because powers I now. Heard so I started thinking too. that – Nobody remembered her being yeah. Superwoman, and nope. she didn't they, even remember. I'm yeah. like, so how are we doing with the Lex Luthor, Lena yeah, Luthor shit we that we had before? This? But the way they're doing it here, it's like it's it's a little forced to get where we need to it's go, forced, but it's not bad for where the corner she forced, was painted into. It's forced, but boy, I don't know how I I don't know how much better she could have done. I, I'm telling you, I give her full kudos with this issue because of how she comes out of it going forward. There's only – I have one big problem, and I'll talk about that when we get the cliffhanger. I'll say it now. Why the fuck didn't it end with her in a super suit, Eric? Seriously. Why couldn't she have shown up with Natasha giving her the suit that we already know she made for her? The queen and bee go suit? For, yeah, and go queen? forward with the queen bee suit. Why not have that as the cliffhanger would have been – I'm telling you, I may have given this a score that would have astounded you if that was the case. But I'm they telling go. you, dude, the, the thing I needed was her to give Steele a goddamn apology for how she no, I, I said – I put – I just reviewed this on the site tonight, and I said, you know what? Kay Perkins knows her continuity because Lana treats Steele like shit. He's just she continues to do it, and he continues to be a great guy. And I told you that I thought that this was I said issues ago. They're forcing Steele out. They don't like this relationship. I actually think what Steele does in this solidifies it going forward. I really. Oh do yeah, he's having a problem. He yeah. called her best friend in the yep. fix it. So good. Uh, but yeah, Lana comes out of the Kryptonian armor. She freaks out. She wakes up freaks out and goes you know, and she would what wouldn't you uh, and she freaks out and comes out they get her out and they're like oh is she okay and she is she's alive she's she's seems to be fine Kalex though says and it's weird the way this progresses because i really am interested in what's going on but then the next thing that he says kind of pulls back from it because he says the resurrection of miss lang is presenting an interesting anomaly one of potentially devastating consequences and i thought to myself what you talking about Kalex? 
like, this is great. Like, somehow she still has her powers? Or somehow, like, this is crazy that she should not have powers because of what happened with Superman and her giving the red power, even though that was in Dreamer. But we, we think that oh that's what went. And I know. It, that The old continuity list is nonsense. It was a dream within a dream. Within a dream. But I'll go with it now if this is where we're going to go. And I thought, if she still has powers, that makes no goddamn sense. But they're saying Kalex thinks that is an anomaly with devastating consequences. It, it, what it's actually- so hard to wrap your goddamn head around because from what we've heard, nobody yeah. remembers there being two Superman or no. Superman dying. There is no reason for her to have Superman no. powers to begin and with. What, what happens is they dance around it. They, oh, they yeah, really they do. Can, they it's do one of those like Kate. But again, what can Kate Perkins do if this book's going oh, forward? I know. So she does what I think is the best. Kind of hint at it a little. Kind of say some things, but not fully, and have Superman comfort her because then the the devastating consequences are she has no powers. Yeah. Now, and this is where you get the the whole deal of this issue is Lana Lang. Remember, she has power, so you you know that. But yep. she she's conflicted because she had superpowers. They don't even go. The, the best is she doesn't even bring up that they were killing her because I think that they don't even want to deal with that aspect because it made no sense. But she says like her conflict is she's kind of glad she doesn't have powers anymore because that was a huge responsibility. But she loved having powers. So yeah, she, powers she are badass. Does, yeah, they are badass. How would you pull yourself back from having these powers? And this I'm is telling where her, the, the her bitch conflict of it, is. The I bitch think of it's it is, though, is that we're dealing with this whole thing when she comes out of the Kryptonian armor that has healed her. Now she has no powers and she immediately sees Steel, Kalex, Lois Lane, and Superman. I'm like, Hey, Lois, why aren't you dead? Because you look like the Lois I know, but what happened to that old one? And how did I get powers if Superman never died? Is is this one of those where – now, they do spell this out as a Superman reborn aftermath aftermath, issue. I'm telling you, this to me is Superwoman reborn, and I'm guessing that they're hoping that people jump on with this book so they don't want to confuse. Now, you say Superwoman reborn or rebirth? Uh, reborn or rebirth because okay. she, you know it's, it's the same deal i i said reborn in my thing only because it was from the superman reborn but right. it, it does seem this is the new superwoman but in the meantime i don't think they want to confuse too many people this actually seems to me oh, it seems to me very similar to when we got rebirth issues at the beginning of the rebirth where we said oh you know we want to get a full explanation of everything happening from new 52 and sometimes oh, yeah. they didn't. They did, and me and you argued, or even said to each other, they don't want to confuse people, so they're not going to go into that or this or the other thing. And I think that going forward, they don't want to confuse people. So there's Lois. She's fine, and she's obviously not involved in being a superwoman going no. forward. She's not anything to be involved with. But that's when Superman says, "I'm sorry, Lana. The Kryptonian suit of armor saved Lana Lang, but it might not have saved Superwoman." Dun, and, dun, and she dun. looks very upset now it goes over to the metropolis special crimes unit and this is where i was thrown off because the last time i again we saw atomic skull helping out but he was still a villain but he was he was saving the day with them when i yeah. see him in a cop uniform setting up the thing like hey you going to everyone on what's going on that day yeah he's doing the, hey you're going to work hobo town and you're going to work chunkyville but th- as they go i'm like 
Okay, and this is where it fuck me, and I, I this is the only thing, one of the only things I want to yell at Kate Perkins about because the way they throw it in, I start thinking to myself, okay, if Superman was never too Superman and he never died, and Lana wasn't this, why would that make Atomic Skull a cop? And I'm thinking <laughs> all these things. I'm like, okay, so he didn't get arrested here. He became a good. I'm telling you, I went through a crazy series of continuities of what could have happened to make it so that and nobody knows that he was. Is a villain and he is completely a good guy which in the long run i think i would have preferred because i do like him here i think that it's hilarious and he's there he's, he's doing See, i like find- the i like the concept initially until he went too I overboard know. at taking well, out rem the Redman thing is the they're, they're trying to get these people who have escaped from strikers island one of them being remnant which will be the big one going forward in this issue and that's when he's doing the briefing and maggie sawyer shows up and she's like, what's going on? And the best is, is that Atomic Skull has started briefing them for no reason. He was not supposed to do this. He just That's started doing it. because she was late. Like, oh, we're all sitting around waiting for me. I figure I better get things done. I'm like, he are just you throwing shade on the person He's, who kept yeah, you out of jail? Yeah. He's so crazy. And she's like, you know what? I don't appreciate this. And then says, hey, listen, everybody here having special powers doesn't mean the advantage for fugitive or cop. Let's not forget it. And then they're like dismissed. And they're all going away. And this is when up until this point, again, I have not been told. Team Atomic Skull. Yeah, and I have not been told that he this was anything that they wouldn't think was weird until the one guy goes, that freak show's not even a real cop, should be in jail himself. And I'm like, okay, okay, now it's just this. But then she spells it out and says, these on work release, that makes no sense. In your work release agreement, <laughs> you assist the MC, uh, the MSCU, you became one of my officers. I'm, what work release gets a major fucking villain and turns him into a cop for the work release and then this he starts like a doing hell of a briefings movie he is i'm telling you he is a go-getter oh, wait, though is this is this like 48 hours it might i guess it is it's 48 hours with atomic skull maggie who was sawyer's taken. nick nolte atomic uh, skull is a, eddie murphy there's a new sheriff in town he <laughs> uh, atomic skull goes into the non-atomic skull liking bar Hey, he's like, there's a new sheriff in town. But it, it's so weird. And she says, like, I don't appreciate you doing this briefing. And he's like, hey, listen, you know what? Uh, you know, I'm doing this. But then he even says, listen, I, I'm I'm all for the, the team, but you are incorrect. I'm an advantage to this mission. I have special powers. I'm like, you are treading a thin line, Atomic Skull. You just stop. You're going back to Strikers Island tomorrow. Yeah, really, really. And they are. And again, this is almost like uh, I'll throw back to the New 52 during the truth uh, story, it reminds me that it'll end up what happened to Parasite every issue. They kept going oh, to get Parasite and bad. saying, listen, if you help us, we'll give you all this power. And every time they drain them and send them back, it was the best. But uh, yeah, he's helping you out. And they're power. Go, We're not giving no. you shit. Yeah, Aww. you ain't getting shit. But uh, I love it. I'm telling you, I know what you're saying at the end. It just makes me laugh. It makes me laugh so it much that laugh he is involved. Too. It just goes oh, too overboard. I know. It goes too like, far no, at the end. It makes sense at the end. It does. I wish that at the end he ended up saving Superman. Then that would have made more sense. But yeah, Maggie's like, listen, get, you know, get your ass to go find Remnant. They have set up a sting to go do it. In the meantime, you go back to Kansas. Uh, Lana's gone back to her to her farm. She's been there, you know, days. I think that Steele even says like a week at one point. Days later, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she's just doing regular 
you know, chores. And Farm she's, work. She's thinking to herself, this kind of sucks. I, I'm devastated by my loss of powers, but I'm relieved to be human again. And again, they're not pointing out like, hey, I'm devastated by my loss of powers. But, you know, that dying thing kind of sucked because she was dying from it. But they don't want to go that far. Constant and then, pain. Like, yeah, out of yeah. nowhere, we don't see her Bleeding, taking pills for whatever noses, like, illness she had. Her anxiety pills she was taking. And then yeah, she none of saw, that. you know what the best is? She's not seeing ghosts. No. At one point, she's talking to ghosts and all this shit, but they're going forward. But that this is where you get this. She is the worst girlfriend because Steele comes in. John says, hey, you know what? How are you holding up? Lois called again. She wants to know about you. Natasha's going to have a dinner. You know, Everybody's there to help her. She's like, I'm not hungry. Lois can wait. And he's like, you know what? I love you. You got to stop treating me like this. You know, And everybody else, it's been a week. We got to get through this. And that's where she says like, you, how could you possibly understand? And I guess she means you're a superhero. How could you understand? But he's more of a tech guy anyway, really. Yeah, you know what I mean? He's not a superpowered being. Like no. he, he knows the whole drill, though. Like yeah. you understand? Like if you took his suits away, he would feel the goddamn thing. That's what I mean. I think of anybody, he would know. He would know that. Hey, I know what you, you're talking about because I'm sure that there's been stories with Steel. Where he would go, like, say they get have a group of heroes. You have a group of metahuman heroes, and he shows up and like, what's the guy with the fucking you know suit doing? What good? Well, it's are just you? like how Green Arrow was treated yeah. when he tried to join the Justice League. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's like how they treat Batman until he fucking you know schools Yo, them. owns so, everybody. Yeah, yeah, but it, you know, he I, of anybody should know. And I love it though too because you know she tells him off pretty much. She gives him a goddamn attitude, so he storms off back to the house and like Natasha's like, "Is that Lana coming?" No, yeah, stop without goes, me. I got to no. go. I'm like, and then he, that's the whole funny, like yeah. you know the whole attitude shifts. So like you, you have to give oh, somebody yeah. else the next. Like Natasha's gonna go and kick a goddamn cat now. Oh yeah, because then he says, you know, start without me. I have to make a phone call, and she keeps going, calling Lois back. Never you mind. <laughs> He's going to hit somebody, and then like you said, she's going to go hit somebody. But yeah, she calls Superman, which because he's a good guy. He's a great guy. Now, in the meantime, what is the craziest thing is you have Lois there. She is spelling out to John, I'm pissed. I don't have powers. You don't understand. She's not really going oh, full Lana, into okay. it. I know you're talking about Lana, I mean, yeah. But you, you get the whole deal where – we do think, both of us think, I've put in my review, if you've been reading this book, there's no way you don't think that Natasha is going to have a suit for her. Steel has a it, suit. Yeah. You would think already that he would say, listen, you're upset about this. Is it the powers you want? Because we got those suits and Natasha, you know, but he doesn't go. He calls Superman. <laughs> Superman comes and it's a nice call. Like you always used to, you know, come up here when you were upset as a kid and they start talking about it. And Lana actually opens up then and does say, you know what? I like not having powers, but I miss having powers. I'm conflicted in the craziest way. I'm a goddamn way. fickle mush. That's when you have Superman kind of says, you know, no, 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 you're you're still – it's almost like he's – you're still a superwoman to me, baby. But uh, she's like, no, how Look, could I be you're superwoman. I'm not taking no for an answer. You're superwoman. Yeah. And then he says, listen, I'll always be grateful to you. You took on a role you weren't fully prepared for, one that gave me a little bit of my life back. That is all you're going to get for yep. uh, anything about Reborn, and I'm telling you it was enough for me going forward. And he says, but being a hero isn't for everyone. And then he says, can I show you what I mean? And you get the idea that he's going to go show her, like, here's this person you couldn't save. They're in the fucking traction or something. No, he's going to go show her that – 
she made an impact on Metropolis as Superwoman. Now, the, the thing that gets me upset about this whole thing is it really ties into me of the truth story in the New 52. Superman lost his powers, and we really wanted that to be a story. Where and he, he immediately you, became yeah, a jerk. He became a dick. We really wanted to have that story be one where everybody always said to me uh, anything i've read not said to me but i'd read superman's boring because he's overpowered the only reason superman's great is powers and in that true story he lost his powers and his identity but the more the powers and i really thought what they were saying to listen we're going to show you even without the powers, superman's a fucking great guy that's his deal he wasn't he tried to kill himself a couple times legitimately he treated lois like shit he treated wonder woman at that point was basically his his girlfriend treated her like shit so when he says this to lana about hey you know what i'll show you and then does show that there's more to uh, being a hero than powers i got mad i'm like you really don't practice what you preach super no do as i say not as i do yeah yeah but uh, we go from there back to metropolis with the uh with atomic skull maggie and they have a sting for remnant and it's like this whole thing with this guy who looks like Red Arrow kind of to me. He's got a weird hat. hat. I, I would never trust a guy with a hat like that. But what, he's going. Cutter? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's fucking ridiculous. He's leading Remnant through the sewers where he says he has stashed these weapons uh, to mask the heat. The electric tunnels mask the heat. Uh, Atomic Skull's there. The Remnant realizes the guy had set him up, tries to kill him, maybe even does kill him. But there's where the Atomic Skull And if he doesn't kill fight. him, Atomic Skull kills him. What yeah, the because shit he does. they start to, take down to fight. And this is where Maggie keeps telling him, like, pull out. You know, you can't. Don't Don't engage. Don't follow. Don't You're chase him. You're overheating the entire electrical yes, system yeah, in this fucking he's going tunnel. In town. Now, in the meantime, he isn't doing anything bad. He's just not following orders. And this is something you could not have a super villain with atomic skulls power who's on a work release as yeah, a cop. He's do. a wild card. He should, you can't yeah, have that shit. He should always, yeah. He better turn in the, every gun, even the gun down at the fucking, you know, his, his foot. Eric, the ankle gun. He better turn it all in because they, he shouldn't be on the force anymore. But at the end, he is. But I really like the art here with Remnant and Atomic Skull. No, the and, art in this entire thing yeah, looks great. It's really good. Uh, they're fighting. They're engaging. He is chasing. Maggie's telling him not to. Atomic Skull seems to think, no, no, it's not a problem. And then, boom, everything explodes. Uh, but and then all, we go. And, and this you, in issue, my mind, that fucking snitch is dead. All the other cops that were down there with Atomic Skull are dead. Everybody above should be dead. If you yeah. were just driving on the street, you're dead uh but and this issue goes back and forth obviously and you go back to uh lana and and superman they're flying around and he's basically like look there's all these i mean it is over the top i think he has paid somebody to put up all these it's just like I mean, we saw in supergirl when they're going around national yeah, city like you, everybody you cannot, loves you here supergirl oh, the national you the you national? can't go anywhere in metropolis it seems without you know love superwoman so do we and shit like that, but I do if I like Superman, where I'd be pissed. Like this is what this is. Yeah, really, what this is is a Lana Lang Superwoman. It's a Wonderful Life. The, she, he is taking her around and showing all the great things that's to make her know that she was a hero. I do really, really like when they go to the the playground and the little girls are saying like, "Look, I'm flying as Superwoman." Swing, yeah. I think that is great because that is something that. 
I always hope happens in comics, like a comic like this. Not that I, I would suggest this is a comic for an eight-year-old girl, but yeah. I do like to think that they'd be inspired by well, the Most it, part of this goddamn book, it's not a goddamn book for an adult because you couldn't no. understand the convoluted mess that it became. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I do like the fact that these little girls, yeah, Superman's the greatest. He is one of the greatest. But these little girls would identify more with Superwoman. Oh, yeah. Y- you know what I mean? So I really, really like it. And they're playing it, and she's like, you know what? I see what's going on. You know, heartstrings pulled. And she says, I am a little upset, uh, you know, but I told you already, I don't know that I can do this. I really don't know what's going on. And that's where Superman says, I need you, and goes fully against what Batman and him agreed of not lying or not telling what's happening because he starts. It gets interrupted. But again, it's pointing to the Super League again. And he even yep. says, well, I need the entire Super family because there's something coming, uh, you know, something bad happened. It's very, this is very vague in this and book. That's the worst part because everything dealing with the whole reborn aftermath, whenever that's printed on a goddamn cover of a book, where I think I'm going to get answers of what reborn never really them. means and what ha- actually happened that whole time. Yeah. It is just Superman collecting people. Shit's going to go down in the yeah, future. That's I need basically what the aftermath is, is him collecting people. But I do, as an aftermath issue alone, I like the way this issue, this issue seems more important. Bec- and is it mainly because you're you're trying to keep the Superwoman going. But, boy, the, of the aftermath, I think this is my favorite one because it does, you know, advance its own book story as well. The, the others all seem to you, fucking stop. The, the, the aftermath thing for it with the whole thing, you know, it is. We are getting the Super League out of it. It's not what I thought we were going to get when we first no. heard about these aftermath issues. I think it's nonsense. But as you know, a redirection for this freaking title, I think it's great yeah, because we I finally have something that's it's a straightforward story. Yeah, it's a straightforward story, and yeah. we have a whole new status quo going on with Superwoman, which is interesting, and it's finally something that you yeah. know you can understand that is interesting because everything yeah. else they just threw at you left and right, and it was oh, all nonsense. God. It was so bad, and yeah, if you guys haven't read the other Supergirl or Superwoman books and we're just grabbing the aftermath issues and happen to like this, don't go back and read the rest. Just go for it. Absolutely here. not. Uh, please trust me because the the issue ends then where Superman and Lana hear, you know, the destruction that's Atomic Skull and Remnant are causing and they head to it. Lana well, actually steps up. supposed to be so big, up. I expect people in Hamilton County here. Yeah, shit. really. Lana steps up and helps these kids as Superman, you know, pretty much saves the day. Atomic Skull is in big trouble and he even has like – Oh, Superman saved the day. Great. <laughs> but it really, it saved his ass. Superman does come and say, and the, the weird thing about it is Maggie Sawyer does say, you know what? You, you didn't fuck up too much. And, you know, the remnant was apprehended. There are no innocents are hurt. So you accidentally oh, succeeded, Skull. Congratulations. The problem is Superman is right next to her. Superman should have said, whoa, whoa, whoa. What the fuck is going on here? Because at this point, when he shows up, no idea why he would not go right after Atomic Skull as well. Seriously. It, it looks like these two have bursted out of the street to have, to kill and everyone. If, if you Remnant look at that, and Atomic Skull. If you look at that guy, and the only thing I can think of here, he's wearing a goddamn police uniform, the fucking yeah. special crimes unit to get yeah, up. Yeah. But talking about there's no innocent cert, if you look where they bust through the goddamn street, there are cars flipping over yeah. and flying in the I fucking mean, I'm air. I'm telling you, at one point it threw me off because at one point Superman just throws a car. I'm like, that's somebody's car. Jesus Christ. Dick moves, Yeah, yeah. But uh, in the meantime, while uh, 
while Remnant was fighting Atomic Skull earlier, there was a, a lot of trash talking by Remnant saying, what are you? Are you like, you a villain turned lapdog? Are you this? Are you know, you piece of shit. You're on the wrong side. You're a puppet. And that's the only thing that Atomic Skull uses to explain everything. Maggie, he called Maggie, me Maggie. names. He was calling me names. You got carried away. I'd be like, yeah, I heard the com. He, he he didn't call you names until you fucking blasted through the goddamn street. But hey, no harm, no foul, Eric. I know that there Glad possibly the could team. have been. No. There was $2 million worth of damage, Eric. No harm, no foul. The other bad part about it is, and maybe this will come to play later, Atomic Skull picks up Remnant to take him away. <laughs> Like, don't do this. You cannot have him be the one who takes him away. Well, uh, and she would have another cop do it, but he and, killed everyone else yeah, in the city. Yeah, sewer. everyone's dead, and she don't want to get her hands dirty. Jesus Christ, that remnant. Who knows where remnant is? He looks dirty as hell. Yeah, yeah he's he got does. fucking rags he, and he really, on. Uh, He's like, are you a raven wannabe or what? Because Jesus Christ, but I, I did like I've it. seen I, Ragman, sir, and you and started that's a new Ragman. Yeah, really, too. Uh, they have the kids, the kids that Lana was with, and the mom comes, oh, are my kids okay? You know what? That's great, miss, whoever you are. And that's where Superman goes, don't worry, Captain. I think Superman, Superwoman will be back soon enough. I'm like, you pretentious prick. She has not said that, but they go back to Kansas. He flies her back. Uh, I like the way they were flying. There might have been some hanky-panky going on, Eric. I, I don't know about you, but the, the cock Just to, to pre- ass Press up flying. against my bulge. Yeah, yeah. I think that he... She, she should have been piggyback on him. I mean, that gets <laughs> yeah. a little sexy there. Uh, but yeah, they talk Don't about worry, it. It's it, okay. the best We're too. friends. We had just seen so much devastation in Metropolis. And she goes, you know what? How did you co- – it's like she thinks it was a surprise birthday party. Yeah. How did you coordinate that emergency to prove your point? I wish Superman would be like – are you retarded? Like, really? You you don't have powers right now, but you may be retarded if you think that. Wait, that we gotta I would go back. Hey, like, you gotta do some more scans on your yeah, brain. Yeah, really. We need you to scan. To scan that brain because something's going on. Does she know how to spell UFC? Oh my uh, God. They, they say then that he's like, who plan? What? I just wanted to show you what you mean to Metropolis and me. And then this is where he says it, where I was like, you son of a bitch. Why didn't you say this to yourself? Powers don't determine a hero. You know that you will always be a superwoman. And I really liked it. I really liked this ending. Uh, and she's like, Hey, I'll try. And she wants to figure out what she's going to do. And she's like, I love you, my friend. Thank you. And then he flies away and says my hero. And she's just standing there almost like in a Superman and as pose. He's flying away. He should say, go apologize to John, you yeah, bitch. really. It's like you piece of shit. Apologize to your boyfriend. What I do like, though, as she's standing there, to me, her hair in the background is what typically is Superman's cape. Oh like, yeah, it is a very Superman esque pose with her hair kind of as the cape. I thought that was a really cool deal. Like I said earlier at the beginning. I really wanted to see her in that super suit. I really wanted her to be dropped off and she say, hey, wait a minute, uh, Natasha, Where?" and then seeing her in the suit. And if anybody doesn't know, it'll probably end up – this is what we're guessing. We're probably ending up with her in a suit a la Steel or even Lex, the thing super is, Lex. I don't want to get rid of that goddamn costume she had. No, though, I like it. I really it. like the look of that, so I, I hope think that they that'll incorporate be that like, look onto the new suit I she I hope gets. that, or she'll just have that as, like, it'll be like that cool Batman costume that uh, Gordon had inside right. the... Uh, the Robo Batman suit when he was Batman at the end of the New 52. But yeah, I actually, the, the color scheme I love. And I do hope, I, again, if you want, I hope it's not the bug suit that makes sense for her in old continuity. 
I really want it to be a red electric power suit. So you continue that whole electric red super deal. I think that would be cool. Now, again, how are they going to explain to people? Maybe they'll make the the actual skin-tight suit that she usually wears, and somehow that'll be tech-based. Because it will be odd all of a sudden she's flying around in this mech suit to explain to the red. Like, they have already put up billboards, Eric. People are working hard to put this shit with Superwoman. Change that merchandising. Change that look i don't know what's going on but i i hear people like oh maybe she'll get powers or whatever but in my mind nothing has been set up or done that shows me that there'd be any way for her to get powers no uh but we'll see going forward but yeah i think it's all natasha they they throw natasha in there for a second so you remember that she's there with with steel so i i thought that that's the way it's going to go but i thought the art was great uh, i'll tell you i probably am a little higher than you but on the site today and i'll stay with it i gave it an eight out of ten and this is where i was going to ex- ask you at the beginning of the show of the spotlight it's one of those things that you have the button story that we we talked about earlier and that is huge. So when I give that an 8.5 and then I have this book and I give it an 8, I'm not saying that this book there, – there are certain books that – you know what I mean? What's happening in the book and overall means something to me. And this book, Kay Perkins went into this shit show with <laughs> not a hope of giving us anything that I could read and like. I'm telling you, this could have been the biggest disaster of an issue that ever – ever happened and i couldn't even blame kate perkins for that no what she ended up doing is a goddamn miracle kate perkins is a gem eric she's a (laughs) gem to do this and the only other thing i read of kate perkins was she was with mike johnson at the end of the new 52 supergirl i like that too so i am a kate perkins fan i think she did the best job that i can see her doing except it she didn't have lana in a suit at the end but besides that I know that you're going to say the atomic skull is nonsense. Threw me At off. least I got some chuckles out of it. It ended up weird. I got some chuckles, and it made it fun. This book hasn't been fun for no. eight issues. It has been infuriating. This is a book now. I will go through the sequence, Eric. Reggie started with it. He hated it, gave it to Dylan. Dylan didn't want it. He dropped it. And Mark from uh, Nation of Nerds was going to do it, didn't do it, and then I had to review it. This is how many people <laughs> are trying to stay away from this goddamn book. It's good going on. I think Mark Mark actually had a, an issue. He forgot about it because he's redesigning his, his website and podcast. But besides that, he said he's going to do it going forward. I may have to find him another book no. there because I Sorry, really Mark. enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I really did. And it was such a surprise to me to the point where I messaged you right away. Hey, guess what? I really like Superwoman. <laughs> and then I immediately messaged Reggie, said, did you read Superwoman? Reggie wrote back, I'm never reading that piece of shit book again. <laughs> I said, no, you have to read it. You have to read this book because it is the best issue by far, the best issue of this series easily. And I'm looking to see – no, he still hasn't read it. He's doing his rap thing, and he put, that's crazy talk. Okay, I'll read it later, and I want to see what he says. I thought it was really good. I I think it's the best issue. And if you were somebody who for some reason wanted the concept of Lana Lang as Superwoman – Jump on right now. Get this issue. See what you think about it. And then, you know, give it a couple issues going forward because I, I really am impressed. I really do like it. Uh, what would you give it? 
See, I'm still stuck on the whole thing, though. Like, we're moving forward with this. We need a new status quo because the old one was not working. We had the whole reborn bogging us down. But since we had this reborn here, we need to address it more in my mind because, you know, her coming out of this goddamn thing and not talking about anything that we have dealt yeah. with, the whole new faction and stuff like that, the idea that she had powers in the first place, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. That throws the book off. Now, I will just tell right you, just, for, just to try to convince you of the thing. I still think we got just as much out of this as any other aftermath issue of oh, all I agree, the ones we but the had. Thing they is, weren't giving you shit in anyone. This because character was I know, dependent the, on the Superman The problem, dying. what I'm saying is we haven't even gotten answers in the Action Comics or Superman book. So I don't know that they've been told answers yet. I don't know that she she would have written this a month ago at, at the earliest. Right. And without even having an answer really – in the Superman book, the main books that should really tell us answers. Without us getting answers yet in those, I can't say that they would ever have given her enough to have answers. They probably told her, listen, you got to fucking skirt the issue because we don't know what we're doing going forward. We don't even know what Superman remembers from the New 52. We're not even positive that he didn't die. We, in this, we get an idea that he didn't. But on the others, we don't know. We, we've said that we don't think he has. We've never been told full out that he hasn't. We haven't been told full out. It seemed out like that, that from the Supergirl aftermath issue. It seems issue. like that. But it doesn't. But again, they never really said it. And, and I'll tell you, shit is different in the Trinity book. The Trinity book makes it seem that he is forgetting the continuity of the New 52. All these things are throwing all these different rules at us, and you haven't even gotten the main rules in the main book. So I, I can't – I know that you're, you're, it's not going to affect what your problem with it, but I do think that it's almost like asking uh, a student, blaming a student for something that the teacher doesn't even know yet. You know, she can't teach the student because she doesn't even know it. We're waiting for answers in Superman and Action Comics that we haven't even gotten yet. I can't blame Kate Perkins. I don't think that she would have been told these. I think that they gave her specifics. You know, fucking say that, you know, something bad happened to me. And they say, like, they don't even go full out in this to even explain really what happened in Reborn. So who knows? But go go on, Eric. I'm not going to convince you. Okay. Now, the thing is, though, she is all confused. You know, she doesn't know how she should feel because she wants to be a superhero, but she doesn't have powers now, but she also likes that aspect of it. That is dealing with everything that we're talking about here. Like she is not like, that is the most basic kind of thinking that she can do. She's not even delving into like why she wouldn't have powers. What was going on before? Yeah. Everything is just all willy nilly. I'm telling you, this is still my favorite issue of Superwoman, And I think the art is amazing. This issue, the a freaking atomic era. skull bit, it's fucking nonsense to me, I but know. even it's with nonsense the, that it started. It, him be, being on no, work release as a cop is ridiculous, but in the beginning, I could go with it a little bit. It was a fun little thing, but by the end, he should be locked back up or kicked oh, off yeah. the force. But yeah, he, he was welcomed be. in with open arms because of these things. I still like the direction we're going. I find the book interesting for the first goddamn time since the first issue. Yeah. I give it a seven out of ten. Yeah, and and even your seven out of ten, we were given this book twos. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I'm telling you, this is Kay Perkins. A gem, Eric. But she has now made it that next month, when I see that it's the week of Superwoman, I won't say to you, Fuck. Jesus Christ, we got to talk about this fucking book? Because I'm telling you, behind the scenes, there are books that we sit there and just say it's – and, and I know that some people will say to me a lot. Uh, hey, Brandon, especially. I love when you guys fucking talk justicely because you rip that book apart. It's so fun. 
I can't say that anybody would listen to us talk about Superwoman and think it's fun because no. we, it's not even fun to get mad about. It is and infuriating. It is so hard to talk confusing. about what happened because it's so convoluted yeah, and freaking so confusing in general. And, and I'm, I don't I'm know if you, I'm explaining this right, but it appears yeah. that this is happening, but I'm not sure. And up until that point, I mean, even people have to listen and be like, they don't even sound like they even fucking care because I, yeah. I really didn't. It was that bad. You had those cubes and fucking, you know, kryptonite man and Lex and Lena and all the shit that I never want to see again. So I was glad that we didn't even get, uh, you know, you could even say, oh, well, what about Lena? They did. Fuck that. I don't want to see that they shit. They ruined now, that Lena story. Now I will tell you going forward one thing I forgot to talk about that I will say at the very end here. Lex is a guy who seems to be without a book now. You know yep. what I mean? I'd love for him to be in this book. I would love it if it tied into this whole super suit thing. You have Steel, Lex, Lana. I, I think that'd be great. I don't think it's going to happen, though. I, I hope that Lex has a book. This seems to be the one that he's already kind of connected with. It's in Metropolis or whatever. So I hope maybe going forward that'll be the case, but who knows? But Eric... That is the spotlight. Yes, and it is. This is spotlight. And this is a dip to toe. It's a longer spotlight for us, only because, again, we liked Superwoman more. And I'm glad we put it on the spotlight because I, I'm glad that we can kind of get the word out that this is actually a better book than it's been. And maybe some people have stayed away because even we're the ruiner of dreams. We ruin dreams. We're the well, destroyer of hope. And I hope that you can see what happens when I'm actually, you know, positive about an issue and like it because I, I do get fully behind it and I do recommend doing this. But uh, here is what we're going to talk about in the main podcast this right. week, which I told you I am guessing right now. I'm, I'm making bets and the over under for this week's podcast, I would set, and I'm telling you, this is legit. I'm not making a joke. The over under is probably th 13 hours and 25 minutes. That'll be the okay. over under. And I think that that is really spot on. And of course, if we do lay bets, I edit the podcast, Eric. So whatever, know. you know, you tell me it'll be over. I'm making it under. I'll cut half of the shit you say. We'll have a review where I'm just like, hey, what do you think, Eric? Yeah, I know. Right. I know that'll be just it because I'll cut you out just to get under. But I do think it's going to be a longer podcast. People have actually uh, complained to me that seven hours and nine hours is not enough. So I think, we're, I think we're going to make up for it in spades this week. But this is what we're going to talk about in uh, the podcast, the main one that comes out Sunday night. All-Star Batman number nine. Mm -hmm. It ends that whole ends of the earth arc, it's called, right? The ends yeah. of the earth story and also supposedly gives you Duke's name. Uh, Aquaman I, number 20. I don't 20 know where you got that from. Gives you so Duke's name. Show up. I was told by Scott Snyder myself. Uh, Aquaman number 21, we'll be talking with Reggie about that. We have Batman 21 that we heard tonight, uh, the button. We have Batwoman number two. It's weird. It seems like that should be further on. I don't I know why that two really threw me off. Now, there was a rebirth issue, but still, yeah. it seems like it should be at like five. Deathstroke number 17. Which was a very good uh, episode that or episode issue that actually is one that you can really see clearly that it's leading to the Lazarus contract. You have Green Arrow number twenty one. Eric has two of the sexiest 
guest Survivor stars Island. in that book. Two, I'm telling you, they have a scene in this book where a plane is crashing. And, and these two guys in this plane, they look like they may not survive, Eric, but I hope they do because they are sexy as hell. You never see them die on panel. That means they no, survive. No, you don't. I, I know the one looks like he's holding on to the other with dear life because he's not a man. I don't know. Well, we'll talk he, about he, that. He didn't shit his pants. Yeah. Again, I, I'll just even say, uh, we're saying all this because me and Eric are in the issue. So if you right. want to hear us fucking go on and on about that, and believe me, we oh will. God. Yeah, tune in. Uh, again, I will tell you, me and Eric are in Green Arrow number 21 here. We that are in our, the DC our, universe. We are in the DC universe. And and fully spelled out with names. So yep. we are in there. Don't know so, why we have shirts with our names. We are like Tweedledee and Tweedledum <laughs> like that. We're pretentious fucks. Makes me so, uh, it makes me laugh no, so much. We do with that pretentious fucks. I do expect a freaking character like guide on Comic Vine now. Anybody oh, yeah. wants to go yeah, set Yeah, Comic that up. Vine has their guide. We better be on there. We better be on there by the end of the week. Green Lantern's number 21, that, that ends the Dr. Polaris arc, correct? Correct. Okay. So, like hey. I said, we have a lot of endings and beginnings this week. We have Harley Quinn number 18. Reggie said, uh, was if you like Harley, you like Harley. Justice right. League number 19 ends the timeless story with really a thought we had one more issue. No, I, I did too, but boy, it, it's not good. It's not good. That's all I'll say. It's making me depressed. Nightwing number 19. Does that end that uh, no. story or just continues? Odyssey, the Amazon's number four. God damn it. It doesn't end, but again, I think this was the best issue only because it was straightforward. Still nonsense. You have Super Sons number three, which continues the Kid Amazo story. You have Superman number 21, that probably of shocking reveals. That is the big one of the week. You have Superwoman number nine that we already talked about. We have Trinity number eight, which is a Superman reborn aftermath and uh, is a bunch of dream sequences. God damn it. I hate that. I do, too. And then ending with Wildstorm number three, which we're actually going to have Jeremy do a audio review he's going to send to me because nice. he did the review of awesome review and he loves wildstorm uh, in general and he loved that issue and i think that i i gave that to him mainly because he writes good reviews yeah, yeah. I, none of this nonsense jim werner but again i'm not as schooled in the wildstorm universe and i did want to give it uh you know more to somebody that can do it more uh, justice, and I think he did. I think that he really kicked ass. And then I asked him, you want to do an audio part of it? And he said, yes, Eric. He said, yes, sir. So, yeah, he'll be doing that. Uh, but, yeah, tune in. We also have the Marvel Minute with Trevitt and Brandon, which we, he they review a Marvel book, and I believe it's going to be Secret Empire number zero. That had to have won hands down, right? That, I, that, I don't even that, remember don't even what I voted check. for. I'm telling you, it has to be that one. We also have Vermilion Visions that he does a trade review, usually an image deal. So we have that. And then we'll also have Reggie and Chris talking about Cave Carson. Like I said, 13 hours plus. It, it's got to be. It's going <laughs> to be fucking it. long. Uh, but that's it for the Plus all the, the rant spotlight. raves in the mail of the week. Yeah, rant raves in mail. And, and again, if you haven't and tuned news. into the regular one, uh, we – if you mail in, we read every single mail, and we have a rant and rave line that we listen to the rant and raves as well that usually is Richard Richardson, but uh. we'll talk about that later. And, yeah, that is it for the spotlight. Uh, what do we say at the end, Turn that spotlight off. Turn it off. Oh!